What's going on, Brookie Nation? Your peoples are back. Hey. I was miming me very accurately here. <laughs> we are a mess. Every beginning to the episodes are getting more and more chaotic, and it's giving me life. Imagine if I did drugs. Yikes. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? I am the Mackie Mouse. It's me, Isla. Yes, it is. And this is Storybrook Circus. A Once Upon a Time podcast. Ooh. Uh, we have watched Once Upon a Time in its entirety, and we are watching every single episode one by one and putting it through its paces. We're doing behind the scenes homework and watching the show on the air and doing commentary. So uh, that is the synopsis for the people who've never been here before. For the people who have been here, welcome back. Thank you, Brookies, for joining us once again on episode 22 of our show. Very exciting. 22. I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're on, we're on episode 22. We're reviewing episode 21 of the show. Sorry for the number discrepancy. We had one bonus episode, so sue us. Oh my god, anyway, season two is coming up anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It won't matter at all, which is what I was kind of hoping. Um, but yeah, we've, we have made it. We've made it this far. Do we have a guest? Five days. Five days. All right. You want to say hi? <laughs> no. Come okay. say hi to the people. She did say hi. That was uh, Harper Jane, everybody. Surprise guest on our show. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. This is live, everybody. We record this live. Well, we'll pre-record it live, and then we play it for you later. But I don't edit things, so it might as well be live. Um, <clears throat> so, for those of you who are not aware, we are also taping the video portion on YouTube. What's up, peoples? I guess my camera's kind of bright. Hold on. Hi, YouTube. probably... Uh, Hi, YouTube. How are you? Hope you're feeling well. Um, I've come to learn that people are actually watching. Not in droves, but but when it's not there. I mean, they're there, like, hey, and we love them for that. We do. We do. We do. The, the, the people who watch it are, are great and loyal, and we love all of you. Uh, if you're interested in looking at our goofy faces while we take the pre-show portion, uh, you can head over to YouTube and search for Storybrook Circus, and you'll find a video of... Uh, most of season one, we didn't start taping video until like a few episodes in, but uh, a very, fairly large collection is on there. Um, we're going to be doing that going forward as well. Uh, how How is it going? How's life? Let's talk oh, about life first, because that's who we I'm do. I'm having a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But in a Think good way, which yeah, is... A lot of things. A big twist from normal, so... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah big things i think episode 23 i'm gonna do a big reveal it's not really oh a my. big reveal i didn't even i didn't even expect it to be that soon but yeah i'm really i'm excited and i'm happy uh something that i can reveal though is that i made a really dumb loki tweet and it's going viral so i'm pumped about that and by viral i mean i've gotten a couple likes on it so thank you uh you've gotten more than a couple likes everybody uh go check out her twitter what's he, what is your handle is it just the same it's just my name <laughs> Yeah. It's just Isla Shikorsky, so if you can spell that out and find it, honestly, hey, great for you. I'm you sure deserve you to find it anyway. But yeah, so that's where I'm like, that's where I'm at right now. How are you? You, I mean, you're you're doing the the pop culture thing. I'm very proud of you for staying on on topic uh, of for the you keeping know, up with the youth. Cult. You know. Yeah, you're, you're killing it. Uh, I am. I'm doing all right. I've had a bit of a roller coaster of a week this week. Uh, it has gone from bad to horribly, horribly worse. And then today went to super annoying and then to like the most amazing it's been in my whole career. So like it's been really uh, <laughs> I know it sounds dramatic, but that's literally what what's been happening It's just like it, it can is equal confirm. Parts. 
Yeah. I've been I've been uh, essentially live tweeting Isla on the events of my life. So she's been with me through the like, I don't know if I can keep going. And then like something really good happens. And she remember like sending uh, excited screaming gifts to each other. Yeah, <laughs> it actually so, started with me being like, today's a new day. And then yeah, it was, it's gonna be yeah, right. today's a new day, but it's going to be a dumpster fire. And then like not even two hours later, I got like six excited gifts in a row. And I was like, either something blew up. Or right, yeah. I, need, I snapped. Do, do I need to come down? Is there a like, bail on the table? I don't know. Do I have to call Taryn? Help. Uh, Isla is my ride or die. So all yeah, well, she, though. She, she gets the she gets the first call. Uh, no, but every everything is is going fine. I everybody already knows that I uh, I work for Disney. So obviously, if you've ever talked to anyone who works for Disney, it's very crazy. It, it goes from super high to super low and everything in between. It is an extremely rewarding experience, but man, is it a lot going on in between. It's just, that's just, if you talk to anybody who works here, it's, that's just kind of how it is all the way through. We we all love our jobs, but man, are we are we worked hard. Uh, and that kind of, you know, stresses, stresses the body and the mind. Although, speaking of which, I did put um, into Discord, I put a picture of uh, a, oh, some, yes. a little a little spoiler, not a spoiler, an Easter egg, an Easter egg of something that I did uh, a few months ago, quite a few months ago now, um, kind of at the early onset of this show where I had a collection of, you know, random graphics that I always have on my drives. That, and that's what I use to kind of make things like random shapes and whatever. And I got a directive to make a background for uh, the Voices of Liberty that play um, at Epcot on the uh, American Garden stage, right in front of the U.S. pavilion. And they have different, uh, they call them modules, right? So it's just like different themes that as they sing, there's like little, little chaptered sections. And for each one, they wanted a themed video background to go with it. But we weren't allowed to time it to the music because they wanted the flexibility to be able to like change it up in the middle or if they had a song that was removed or something, they didn't want to deal with like syncing it. So it had to be kind of like generic, but have the right feel and vibe, which is a bit of a, a, a tricky ask, right? Because it's not specific. It's just like, well, I want it to feel like freedom. Like, I don't know what that looks like, <laughs> but we've figured it out and one of them was uh, a, a romance section right so they're singing like you know like Moana and these other pretty like really lovey songs um, and we got like kind of Princess Tiana in the bayou so we want to feel like fireflies and like you know like mossy like this really calm serene by the waterside type of thing and so I created this kind of look that were uh, true you were it was a kind of a camera move right that went from side to side where you were in a kind of a forest right so it was a bunch of tall trees you only saw the trunk and you would pass by this field of trees and there were fireflies kind of floating around it was very like blue and purple kind of twilight type of scene uh and then it transitioned into these like dandelions that were kind of blowing in the wind it kept going back and forth between these like glowy elements uh well i, I put a picture of that up in the discord to show the easter egg uh that i actually used those trees um, those were the trees that I used to make the logo for this show. The Storybook Circus is that we have our up and upright trees that has the Storybook Circus logo on top of it with the apple on the bottom. Those trees in the background are, in fact, the very same trees. Love uh, it. That I just kind of reappropriated and I moved them around a little bit and made it a little bit more dense. But it's the exact same one. So I put the picture up and said, hey, for you eagle-eyed Disney fans, if you can uh, see if you can catch the Easter egg here that those trees might look familiar. They That's are, sick. In fact, are. so our logo, in fact, without the text and stuff, the the a remnant of our logo is actually playing at in a Disney it's park. It's like right now. we're just there. Kind of, uh, 
It's like all of the rookies are, are kind of involved. In it's basically so, an ad. Yeah. I should have snuck it in the corner like a little app floating apple when it goes by. Like, what's no, that? No, the little QR code. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Scan with your phone if you take a video close enough. Uh, Disney, if you're listening, I didn't do that, I promise. Um, so, <laughs> so so, if you're uh, wondering what we're talking about, uh, feel free to find the Discord link in our show notes so that you can join the Discord and see some of that extracurricular What a great segue. Things. Right? I know. Uh, by the way, that Discord, we have a link tree. The link tree is on our Instagram that has all of our links on it. In case the show notes are kind of hard to get to, all of our stuff is on. It's like linktr.ee slash the SBC pod and then you'll you'll get all of our links but speaking of segues speaking of the discord and segues we would like to uh, begin the segment that is dedicated to all of you, you. listeners all of you call the Storybrook Daily Mirror So much love for our newsboy. Let's give a round of applause for our newsboys at the end of season one. They're working so hard. They're just trying to get out the Storybook Daily Mirror. So the Storybook Daily Mirror is a newspaper in the world of of Storybook run by our very own Magic Mirror, Sydney Glass. Uh, And in our world, it is the fake newspaper that we made up where you get to submit kind of articles, right? But instead of articles, it's uh, lots of different kinds of internet things. Isla, tell them how they can submit and what they can submit to the Storybook Daily Mirror. So we want to hear from you. Please hit us up on multiple channels, including Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review like 24 of our friends have now. Yeah, we got 24 now, man. That's awesome. When you leave us that five-star review, it does give the option to write some words. If you write some words, we're going to read them on the air. And it's so much fun. It fills our hearts. It fills our love cup right up to the brim. That's right. Certainly If you do not have an Apple product, odd, but that's okay. You can email (laughs) us. No shame. At the sbcpod at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, which is the SBC pod. You can call us. We have a phone number. And that phone number is. The phone number 207-536-8512. When you call us, it goes directly to a voicemail. We play that on the air and we respond to it. We will not answer the phone. That same phone number (laughs) also receives text messages. So like our good friend Heather this week left us a text, you can do the same and we will read it on the air. Woo woo. Yeah. So uh, as I was saying, we got a text from our friend Heatherly from the Discord. So uh, it is essentially a voicemail, but left in text form. She had a lot to say in in an amazing, good way. I read some of it. It's very, very interesting. So we're going to get into that right now having to do with the last episode so our first entry to storybook daily mirror heatherly from vancouver uh hopefully i think miranda already has uh that vancouver entry in there in the map but in case you don't miranda there it is um so uh hey mackie nyla this is heatherly from vancouver again i hope this makes it in time for your recording of the next episode spoilers it did did. uh by like an hour and a half so good on you for the timing on that you guys are doing such a great job exclamation point I'm so happy for your milestone 20 plus episodes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. 
Uh, I have to confess, I was really nervous to listen to your last episode, The Stranger, because I knew the frustration levels with Emma were going to be very high. <laughs> and I was bracing myself for some intense slamming of her. I was relieved that you recognized even just a little that her walls are there for a reason. I think it can seem like Emma should just believe because, duh, magic is real. But Emma's not watching the same show we are. She hasn't seen magic like everyone else, except Henry, who thankfully has the faith of a child. Yet even he is amazed in the next episode when he, spoiler, finally sees some proof. <laughs> Emma isn't privy to the flying fairies and wooden boys and hasn't seen the magic as we, the audience, have. In my opinion, it would actually be illogical for her to believe what is being asked of her. Her protective instincts are super heightened, as they should be. It wouldn't be unsettling for a guy to roll... It, sorry, it would be unsettling for a guy to roll into town and weeks or months later spring on her that he is a significant figure from her very mysterious past. Mackie, you are so right that she is at her most desperate, which is why she rashly decides to run with Henry, which will set up the way things play out over the finale episodes. I know a lot of defense of Emma. I know a lot of defense of Emma, but seriously, her story of going from a self-protective, fear-filled loner to someone fighting for her loved ones really touched me. All this to say, thank you for your effort to understand where these characters are coming from. This show is so interesting because it does let us behind the scenes of the kind of sociopath who would callously subject an entire land to some serious pain and suffering for her own misplaced hatred, but still ask you to understand her and try to empathize with her. By the way, Graham wasn't seduced by Regina. He was enslaved by her when he took when she took his heart and called him her pet. Who could forget the take him to my bedchamber scene? <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> she's so right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she oh. is. Uh, Regina is truly twisted, but want to understand her because she is so compelling. I think it's important to try to understand the failings of the good guys, too, the way that you guys are. Ahem, David. <laughs> it says ahem. So I... I didn't put that in there. Uh, it is so helpful to realize that uh, I think this is, it is mistyped as billiards, but I think she means villains and heroes have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question for you and the listeners to circle back, at what point in the season would you have been certain that the curse was real if you were in Emma's position? Would it take a ride to a wishing well or an evening with Jefferson? Would it be right off the bat when Henry explained it? For me, I think it would have taken me as long as it does Emma, even though I, I tend to have a lot of faith. But I'm sure the answer would vary widely depending on the person. Wow. I hope it was okay to text this novel to you guys. I guess I had a lot to say. It was what a more true than mark okay. of a <laughs> what a true mark of a podcast worth listening to that it makes me think this much. Keep up the good work. You guys are much appreciated and loved. P.S. Not billiards and heroes, villains and heroes. <laughs> that uh, was a lovely text. Oh my gosh, thank you so Very much. Very well written. And that is I... such an excellent point and question to ask. Like, at what point would you personally believe? I mean, I, I think just the idea of putting yourself in any character's shoes right. is going to be... Not just now. Emma's the, the super main character here, but we're, we're going to have a lot of really, really tough decisions going forward. Many where we can have the what would you do in, in her shoes or their shoes conversation. And I want to. I think to, to the point where this kind of makes me feel like I want to turn that into a 
call to action segment from people to specifically ask them to answer that question because there's a lot of characters in the future that i'm like i really do wonder how people land one way or the other on like would you leave your loved one to save the the right. or the world or would you like you know would you sacrifice one for the for the good of many like the, all the, that come all those motifs come up a lot and emma's the first one we're introduced to because she's the only one who stubbornly is just like we can do a lot of like what would you do if you were mary margaret and you were accused of something that you didn't do but you, you know, had a bad reputation for something you did do. Right. <laughs> like, you know, you have guilt, but like, how would you, you know, there's a lot of other, but Emma's really the one that's, that hasn't budged since the beginning. So I think that's really kind of an interesting, and she's the representative of our real world, right? right. Of, of, of what would you do if someone literally walked up to you right now, not this TV show, but someone in the street walked up to you and said that the magic that you know about on TV is in fact real. You know, I am going have... to be honest. I was one of those kids that believed in Santa for a very long time. Like an embarrassing long time. <laughs> I somehow, my child's brain logic was a little weird. Um, I it's knew fair. Easter Bunny Tooth Fairy, not real. Sure. But in my head, for some reason, Santa made sense. I was like, this yeah. makes so much sense to me. And it, I mean, he's basically just like a grandpa with some crazy fashion. I was style, like, right? there's no way that everyone would come together and make up such an elaborate lie. Like, right. what would be the... And stick to it. Like, like nobody why? sticks to the Easter Bunny story, but everybody's really, These really These lengths are so far and long and wide. Yeah. That, and I was like, my parents, they like... You know, I, w- I don't know. And... I do. Yeah. I think it was because my Santa was very realistic. Never elaborate gifts from Santa. Those were always from my parents. Because my parents oh, always... Oh, interesting. So, like, Santa brought essentials, and he brought fun, you know, a couple fun things. But the year that we hmm. got bikes, mom and dad. So oh. I never, like, thought about it. Like, because... And I totally agree with how my parents did it and why they did it. Because some years we didn't have enough money for big, elaborate yeah. gifts. Right. And other kids never had enough money to have big, elaborate gifts. So it's it mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense if Santa got me an iPod... But got the kid next door a pair of socks. You know what I mean? Like, and I, yeah, like peeps. <laughs> I totally agree with why they were doing it, and I will be really doing smart. the same thing because it's just not fair. And I get it. Yeah. So maybe that's why it lasted so long in my head. Sure, like it's a lot I, more realistic. Yeah, I don't know. And I knew mall Santas weren't real. You know what I mean? Like I knew all of yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. real. But my parents also had my uncle and my aunt uh, get very realistic Mr. and Mrs. Claus outfits. Oh, wow. One year and like showed up and like my parents were the type that would like put like like they would make noise on the roof like right as oh, we were about like to fall asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would track Santa <laughs> on the computer like, oh, sure, where is yeah. he in the world? So I don't know. I would I would probably wouldn't believe, you know, the second I stepped foot into Storybrooke, but I I it would not take me long. <laughs> I am such a I I, I think as for the same reason, I think embarrassingly too much as an adult about like Harry Potter type magic. You know, I like, oh yeah, I waited for a Hogwarts letter for a really long time too. That's embarrassing as well. Uh, <laughs> like practical magic, right? In my head, I was like, "There's no way somebody could just make this up." Like I'm like, "There's no way somebody right. could create this." And I mean, Taryn and I are the people who like we watch Men in Black and we're like, "Oh yeah, aliens are definitely in weird people." Okay, well, alien. You know what I mean? They like, are real. Like not like not like the aliens that we think of, like not like, little, like green to your men. leader aliens. But, but it would like, be yeah. extremely ignorant to think that we're the only 
like things you know what I mean? like being like everywhere well i mean but but that argument aside right the kind of celestial overarching but is there a men in black but I'm, I'm saying like here, like because we, we usually laugh about it as justifying the insane actions and appearances of people that we see, like real ogres yeah. and like people who are just like so gross. And so we're like, that's a man. She always is like men in black. Alien. I catch <laughs> myself so doing mean. it now. Like I'm a 26 year old sure. adult and I'm like, but is Harry Potter that far off? <laughs> but no, I, I always look at it and I'm like and think about what. And that's a that's a very old fashioned magic, right? It's 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 and we get into that medieval in the present day thing because they lived in castles, but it was really 1999 or whatever right. it was. It was like like present day, but it was still the culture was of this old, you know, hundreds of years before that. It kind of remained the same with castles and and the hierarchy and even like witches and wizards is a very kind of bigger lore in older you know right. cultures and stuff. But if you really think about it, like. What is, I walked around my house today, I have, uh, <laughs> I have, you know, uh, Amazon products, I have Google products, I control most of my house with my voice, which is basically witchcraft. <laughs> like, I'm just like, lights on, and the lights just come on, like, if I waved my hand after I did that, it would basically look like magic, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it's this very untraditional kind of uh, uh, perspective on it. Like, I was also thinking, you know, I, uh, I have a real weird nerd confession to make that i discovered my brother-in-law uh he used to be a pilot like when he was very young he just like trained a little bit you know with a pilot trainer and just like flew around oh, yeah, for fun. Oh, yeah. no, but no like big deal. but like knew, he was going to and just decided it wasn't for him and changed tracks so he was kind of trying and i for a way less better reason than that uh trained as a virtual air traffic controller like not a real one in real life but like the the systems that they used to train pilots virtually i trained to be an air traffic controller on that no reason for fun because i wanted to know how it worked because i'm a weirdo and it was free um but we got to talking about it last night because they were here on vacation and so we then started talking aviation i was like oh my god i'd like never meet someone who even knows anything about this so i had a buddy to talk to and so i started kind of re-downloading my apps and stuff i was like oh yeah I haven't done it in a while. I remember it being fun. And the, the way that it is now, like everything is voice control. So in real ATC, right, you're talking on a microphone with a headset on, pilots mm-hmm. are talking back to you. The video games are very drag, drag a line to get an airplane to go wherever. Well, now you can push a button and talk into your phone and it makes the planes do stuff like they would in real life to kind of simulate that a little bit. So you're actually... And it picks up specific numbers and words and then translates that into a game action. And I'm like, the technology behind me just holding a button, saying words and it translating that into into a game action is mind boggling to me. Uh, like augmented reality, like you can put point your camera to a table and it puts stuff on it. Like, yeah. Isn't that basically magic of, you know, if you showed that to somebody who lived 200 years, you've showed that to Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I know, mean, if you showed it to somebody that ago. was getting out of the American prison system after 20 years, they would also I mean, that too. That's a totally valid point. Like an iPhone looks like crazy. Like, no, I've like, seen you know, like Star Trek stuff of that. And it's very sad, honestly, but yeah. it's also insane at the same time to watch that. Like people are literally like, what are you talking about? And what that's kind do of you mean? One, that your really phone is Emma, a touch screen. You know what I mean? Even that. Yeah, the fact that we can touch it. I mean, think about like Star Trek was uh, in the late 80s, Star Trek uh, Next Generation, where you had 
pads, a P-A-D-D, a pad that you could touch and walk around with. And then you can, and that was the future, like space travel future then. And we have, everybody's Look got Look at Back to the Future. Now. Back to the Future is another good example. <laughs> like, like, at like screens, holographic screens and stuff. We already have that. <laughs> like, all that stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, have you been on Rise of the Resistance? Look at that. Yo, Rise is crazy. I mean, that, I mean, so, so these are just examples of things that only look like magic because of the context and the perspective of the person seeing it, right? And the idea that the experiences of that person dictate the boundaries of what is reasonable to that person. And the thing that we don't like about Emma is not that she doesn't believe magic. And I totally understand this argument. This argument is that if she just very plain, plainly came to a town and they went, hey, by the way, magic's real. And she's like, hey, that's a joke. That's stupid. And then they keep saying it over and over again. Like, why would she randomly just flip? My my problem with Emma is not that. My problem with her is as an intellectual as she is. Now, they kind of play her as a ruffian. She was kind of, you know, had a rough childhood and she became a bail bondsman and, you know, all that stuff. But she is still very kind of logical. She's a very kind of very you know, street smart. She, she thinks things through, you know, almost the way a detective does. It's very Sherlock Holmes-esque. And the fact that if you look at someone like Sherlock Holmes, hyper genius, right, who's like working things out on the fly, smarter than everyone around them, which she kind of strikes me as, they are not, the, they are not people bound by their own boundaries. Like a Sherlock Holmes would not approach a situation and say, just because I haven't experienced it and just because I don't think it's rational means I have to rule it out as something that could be. Right. Real people who methodically think things through understand that there are variables outside of what they know that could affect this uh, um narrowing things down this this process of elimination the variables outside of their own knowledge they have to consider like that, that they, don't, they don't know everything right it's the it's emma's stubbornness to think that only the things she experienced as reality are the only things that can be so she's working with all these equations inside this box not considering like even like just considering for a minute could there be variables outside that you don't know it feels haughty it feels pretentious to think i know everything and i know what i've experienced my whole life and that can't be true because i yeah. know better like do you know i don't think any person on this planet knows better nobody's religion has been a, an, an argument since the dawn of civilization has anybody been able to prove that there isn't a god has anyone been able to prove that there aren't you know uh spiritual beings Nobody's been able to prove anything one way or the other, which is why everyone's so frustrated, because we can't come to closure. We can't come to mm -hmm. like definitive proof the way that we can put our finger on other things. So like the idea that, you know, you just rule stuff out is an archetype. There's plenty of people who are like that. The person who they're saying should be our not just storybook saver, but our hero being stubborn and narrow minded is really uh tough to to it makes her not it doesn't make her as likable as you want the hero to be right you want the hero like a superman uh you know like a superhero type to be the kind of person who's always hopeful that's what we're used to in a, at least american media we're used to the the protagonist being like no i can do it <laughs> anything's right. possible you know and this hero is basically like nothing's possible everything's in a box and that's hard it's it's not bad it's just so different from what we're it's used difficult. to seeing from the hero. Yeah, that we're just like, oh, it's kind of, it, 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 it grinds a little bit. I don't hate her. I think she's a very, she's interesting because she's complex. 
But that is my, my beef with her is not that it's not realistic. It's that I just wish she was more open-minded about the fact that it could be. If, if Emma said, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but like, it can't be real, right? That would be a different situation than like stubbornly getting angry at the people who are saying that to her because like, you're all lying and like being angry. Just calling everyone crazy. And calling everyone crazy. It feels a little aggressive. And they are establishing that because they haven't really gone into her real backstory. Her teen years is when we're going to find out all of the angst, where all the angst comes from. We haven't gotten there yet. We've seen her We as also have not touched on the fact adult. that she had a child. How did that happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, and like emotionally, you know, will shake you up too. She's also dealing with not even having custody of her kid. Not even you having a child, but also giving that child up for adoption. Those are two unfathomable to most people things you know what i mean super like, traumatic yeah so yeah that's that yeah that's the kind of thing you have to consider when someone is acting out and lashing out like it's not just like you know in her defense she's got a lot of baggage that she's dealing with so it's not just i'm calling you crazy there's there's and i and a testament to how well she's written is they they are not they're holding that real close to the vest they're not playing that up that they're they're not constantly reminding us like remember she's got issues remember she's got the kid remember she gave it away like and the fact they're not reminding that reminding us of that uh they're trying to focus us in on her stubbornness probably for people like us who are like god emma can you just like get a little bit so that when they when they finally break her down into hey remember all, they drop all this stuff back on us who forgot about her trauma that they're like hey remember she has a reason to be angry we feel like assholes because we're like oh yeah we probably should have given them a break yeah <laughs> and and as writers i think that's a very smart thing to do because if i'm watching a show and you make me hate a character and then you make me love them. There's no way that should really happen. That's only the best writers can flip you on a character, you know? Oh, yeah. Completely, where you're like, oh, she's supposed to be the hero and I kind of like her, but she's so annoying to being the one you love the most. That means that they had you on the hook and they've been just fooling you the whole time. Yep. And if you can do that to me, who's like hyper analyzing this stuff, I'm with you 100%. Like Jane Espenson and the way she writes, the way that she kind of twists words around and like makes it feels like a novel. It only really feels like that with her. I'm hooked 100%. Every oh, yeah. time I see her writing, I'm just like, I feel like I'm reading 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I feel like I'm reading traditional, old, classic novels that are that are classics for a reason because they're that good. We are know? here for it. This was... Uh, I'm so sorry. This was insane how long this just was. it's okay i already happen to know that the production notes and everything else is a little on the short side oh, today okay. they're really they're really ramping up into the season i just finale, forgot so. we were recording a podcast i'm like sitting here and we're just, i'm like oh yeah we're dissecting this we're going at it and then like halfway Listen, through you sh- talking i was just like we're recording <laughs> she gave us a lot of meat there though she she really dug in and, and heather lee thank you so much for not kind of mincing words and and just going the like light road here you really oh no this, get, this is i hope everybody does this this is a yeah. psa get to the point hit the hard questions do not try yeah. to like tip to, we don't we don't do that to you yeah, yeah. don't do it to us you know what but i mean like, like if you I don't like, like something it, let us know but i like that it wasn't just like Here's why you should like Emma. Like, no, like, no, 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 like no. reasons, like the fact that it was so long and so detailed, like this is the beginning of like a, like the way that teachers, when they tell, when they tell you to write about a character in a, a book thesis. and you bring it into class, this is why this, this conversation that you brought up, Heather, is, is like, 
the reason why those prompted questions happen is to engage in, and and prompt this kind of engagement. You know what I mean? Thanks for coming to our open discussion so with the class. Really, like, oh, if if more people want to do this to different parts of it, we have a lot of weird psychology with Rumpelstiltskin, especially like Regina. Breaking these characters down is kind of why we started the show this way. It's why we do a pre-show. It's why we don't just watch the show and go, haha, this is funny. Like, mm-hmm. this is, we wanted to dig in. Um, so thank you so much for, for this. This is yep. amazing. And to answer your question, which is, uh, at what point in the season would you have been certain that the curse was real if you were Emma? And she brought up examples. Wishing well, Jefferson, right off the bat when Henry explained... Um, and she said it, w- it would have, so she's along, she's on par with, with Emma, where she, she still, it's episode 21, we're about to be season finale, she still doesn't believe. She hasn't seen it with her own eyes. Now, there are people who just straight up will not believe things unless they physically see it with their own eyes. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that approach, but that is a very specific kind of person who's like, will not go necessarily out on the limb for like, maybe it's just inexplicable and it does exist, but I can't figure it out. Um, I think I'm more on the, on, along the line of, uh, I don't need, you know, to see it with my own eyes to believe that there are things outside of our own explanation, especially as things like scientific discoveries like happen even in our lifetime, like finding new things, Mm -hmm. like the fact that COVID wasn't a bad flu and they were like guys we discovered this is something completely different we've never even seen before the fact that we can even figure that out that that's different than what we were used to is is to me proof that there's stuff that has been around this whole time that we're only finding out about now meaning if there's stuff we haven't found out about it yet doesn't mean it doesn't exist just means we haven't discovered it yet yeah let's not even get into the only five percent of the ocean has been discovered i that is a conversation that i can't even yeah so to me magic doesn't exist is just as plausible of an argument as XYZ type of creature doesn't exist 20,000 leagues under the ocean. We don't know that. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't mapped it all. So to me, I don't think we've mapped all of existence enough to prove that it isn't there. So, and whether or not it's real in, in, in our actual real world, the way that it's presented in this show... My problem is, Emma has... Ne- any good arguer, any good debater will debate for the other side in order to prove that it's wrong. And Mm -hmm. she's never said, how come we can't explain all of these coincidences that Henry's bringing up about the likenesses of these Storybrooke people and their supposed Enchanted Forest character? Henry truly has more proof than she does. You know what I mean? She does. I mean, and I wouldn't call it proof necessarily, but I mean, once you start adding up how many coincidences there are, the way Regina's acting towards only Mary Margaret and the way that Mary Margaret and David's story played out and Archie and Marco and like all these, these, that many coincidences in a a row, it seems like someone as smart as Emma wouldn't ignore the consequences. She'd be like, I don't think magic exists, but really, how come all these things kind of make sense? Yeah. 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 Or like, or even if she had once said like maybe there's some group psychosis where they all they're all in on it subconsciously and you know what I mean just some explanation to explain why Henry's story kind of does make sense so for I me I think it would probably be somewhere in well honestly if if taking out of the factor that Jefferson was a kidnapper and taking out of your mind that like he could be a little crazy the fact that he just got here and nobody knows who he is and he's speaking like Henry's language 
would be enough of a coincidence to me where that would be, I think, the beginning of like, a, I know this guy might have been crazy, but like, how come he was saying all the stuff that Henry was saying and making a lot of sense? That's too much of a coincidence. That for yep. me probably would have been the turning point where at least, not that I would like believe for sure magic was real, but at least that would be me trying to like open up my mind to, to argue for that case instead mm-hmm. of against it. What about you? I think, would it be? I think I would have started questioning things when Graham dropped dead. Just out of nowhere? Yes. Would you not have written that off as like suspicious circumstances that don't have anything to do with magic specifically? Because nobody saw Regina do the hard thing we did, but like. No, I know, know but even that, he dropped dead and nobody talked about it after that. Unfortunately, that's just bad writing. I would, because I, because if realistically they would have a little bit more. But they said <laughs> they like, oh, like a off. heart thing. But like they don't, and like, why isn't she questioning the town itself? I guess is when I would have also question. started. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, like I've never left. I don't remember this. I don't remember. Th- I don't know. I I think that I would have had a lot more questions. Maybe not. Again, like believing magic fully. David waking up. His wife suddenly, she started to question it there. She was like, why would this mm. woman just randomly show up and claim to be his but wife? But she justified that as Regina paid off some, like what we thought, like that Regina randomly found her. Like she's doing more suspicion on Regina's actions than suspicion on like reality itself. Right. I, I don't know. You know. I think she should like read into that more and like. Right. She's not, she like does question it and then she just like gives up moves yeah. on to the next thing because another because crazy thing is happening and it's like why right. aren't you questioning that like there's never yeah. just a normal day yeah i mean i think the the uh, the sum of all of the individual incidents is the weird part it's not that indiv- indiv- all the individual incidents could be written off as a normal thing you know couples get divorced uh mayor has a vendetta like all those things are normal town things that normal people could and would do uh but that many things in a row all being suspicious like that shouldn't all happen in one location. That is the thing that is suspect. And like she has free time. You go to bed at night. You lay there. You start thinking. What are you thinking about? Why aren't you thinking about this? Like, How are you just be? going to sleep? Yeah. I don't know. And I think it's just trauma. I think she's I think she's suppressing what. The, and, and this is part of what the stranger was trying to say is that she's suppressing the truth so much she couldn't even see his leg. Yeah. That's how much she's wanting. She's intentionally wanting not to believe, which I, I don't remember this episode. So I, I wonder if they're actually going to put in her mouth or in another character's mouth that she is intentionally trying not to believe because of something we don't know. You know, because if she did believe, it would mean something that would hurt her somehow. Mm -hmm. So she's trying to keep the trauma in, you know what I mean? And again, we haven't seen the teen years. We haven't seen, you know, what she's been through to make her so stubborn. uh, All we know is that August left on the bus. And And she was a bebe. Yeah, and she wouldn't have remembered that and had right. any feelings about it. But we do know that means that she probably would, she grew up by herself. Alone. Yeah, so like what what happened in that time, and we do end eventually find out what happened. Actually, we find out well, a lot of what happened, and they do a little bit of retconning because they they pulled other, you know, in order to get other characters, and they kind of retconned a bunch of things into her past to make that work. That maybe wasn't the intention of her yeah. original youth storyline, but it all still makes sense as to. What's informing her current day character that we know of as being really 
rough around the edges, not mm-hmm. in just in the way she reacts to other people, but in the way that she reacts to like her, like her own mind, like yeah. how she processes things. It's very, it's how she very goes about life in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's like gravel. It's not smooth at all. It's very like, <laughs> like stumbly. Um, so I hope that, uh, that answers your question. Um, that was, uh, that was great. I've been trying to figure out what has been rattling on my desk. It's been a spoon and my teacup. <laughs> So we're going to move. Every time I hold my hand, I'm like, what the heck is that? Uh, Heavily, thank you so much. That was incredible. That was a great, great conversation. And this is why we have a Storybook Daily Mirror section. It's not just to celebrate you. It is very much to celebrate you. But it's also to, you know, stimulate some some other conversation. And and we did. Did we ever. Uh, (laughs) We're not done. Let's. We're not even done. That was just the first one. We did get a five-star review. Oh, wait. I have. Hold on. I have other texts. Let me just get through the other texts. Oh my gosh! Okay, yes, I'm so sorry. Significantly shorter. I just realized that I they were left over from last time. Um, This nine one two number. If you're an area code nine one two, let me know who you are because you didn't put your name in here. Uh, Hey, Isla and Mackie, just saying hi. I've been, <laughs> I've been going through some personal stuff and haven't been able to engage on the Discord. No, no worries. problem. Don't don't ever apologize for living your life. Okay. Uh, but I'm still listening and always appreciating hearing the pod. Peace out, homies. Stay rumple. You know, our rookies just writing in to check in, just to say like, hey, I know I haven't been around, but I'm still listening. Like, you don't even have to do that. No Thank apologies you so much needed. for reaching out. No explanation needed. We're here so, whenever you have awesome. time. Yeah. We, we, Your time we, to yourself is important and dealing with the things that you need to deal with are important. And we understand that. Yeah. And and uh, we appreciate you reaching out to let us know that. But hey, who um, are you? You're still here. But also, yes, who are you? So that we can uh, give you a give you a hug. You sound like you need a hug, a virtual hug. So anyway, um, and the last one we got is from Annika, who put her the phonetic pronunciation. Thank of you. Her name. Thank you so much for doing that. Please do that if you have an untraditionally spelled name. Please. What's up? Put it in there so that I know how to say it. Uh, Annika from Monteca, California. Ooh, West Coast Coast girl. Uh, I started listening to you guys right after you started, and I look forward to Fridays. I am a mobile dog groomer. I love these people with these cool jobs. So fun. I am a mobile dog groomer, so I work alone, and it's fun to have an amazing podcast to listen to while I work. And I love the fact that the episodes are long. It just makes it that much better. I watched Once Upon a Time live on TV with my parents and loved it. It's become a comfort show I use as background noise when I'm cooking or cleaning. I love hearing all the extra details, behind the scenes, and small clues I never noticed in all the times I've watched the show. Keep up what you guys are doing. Thank you so much, Annika. Not only is Annika watching the show, which, I mean, listening to the show, thank you so much. We love you for that. But, guys dogs are listening to our show oh my god yeah <laughs> that's fantastic we have dog brookies we should make dog colors that say brookie on them oh my god we could make a brookie cookie we have someone named brookie cookie in our discord we could make like a dog bone that says brookie on it i'm out of control i'm <laughs> very very into the idea of stickers that say stay rumple so if somebody could just oh. like let me know if that's a good idea just like do we have any graphic artists in oh, the house? I mean, I know I am one, but I am a motion graphic artist, not like an illustrator artist. So we need someone to draw. But if anybody draws out there, make a little bit of a... Also, if we can make a request, I think because of who you, we are, by we, I mean you, I think in like tattoo style would probably, right? 
like a cool tattoo, like a like a like a sticker like that. that looks like a tattoo that like says a, "Stay Rebel." Like a banner type thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, is that a good Guys. idea? Can somebody let me know? Yeah. Are we are we being weird? Are we being weird right <laughs> I think, now? I think we're being weird. It's okay. We are weird, but. It, it's fine. Anyway, I'm writing this someone, down. If you can hear my pace, paper rustling, it's me. Yeah, no, we're, 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 we're doing the thing. We, we're we serious about these things on the air. We're not performing. This is real life. This is just us. T- this is also a, a sneak peek into what it sounds like when Isla and I are just chatting, like Our, on the phone or on a Discord call. It's rough. So truly, like, welcome to the show. It's like super ADD and just all over the place. And, and like, we're like, oh my God, what if we did this? We're so dumb. It's fine. And at least half the ideas are terrible. And we're just like, oh, this is a great idea. <laughs> and, we're, and we're not even like drinking or on drugs or anything like that. We're just, this is just us. We're just strange. Uh, how about we now, okay, well, since you're, since you're doing your notes thing. I'm here. I will, uh, I'll get a. Oh, a, I have the, the five-star review. Okay, we can do the five-star review first. Because we have an email yeah. also. So we have one from Poison Jess titled Love, Love, Love. We don't know who Jess is. Hi. Just got done watching Once Upon a Time for the first time, and this podcast this podcast is seriously amazing already, and I'm only halfway through the first episode. Poison Jess, the fact that you took the time to pause the show and write us a five-star review halfway through, love you so much for that. After the first episode? I will be Jeez. binging and listening to every single episode. Love the host chemistry and banter. Fun to listen. Exclamation hey. point, exclamation point. Boom. Thank you. Poison Jess, appreciate that five star review. Uh, thank you very much for the kind words. Welcome to well. Rookie Nation, by the way. Hello. Heck yeah. Get up in the Discord if you haven't already, and uh, and meet meet the fam. A personal uh, invitation. We would, to, we would love to chat with you. Um, and we love uh, our five star reviews. It's just it's it's fun. I mean. <laughs> So who doesn't love praise? But that's not why we like it. The reason why we like it is because it's it's the way that you're at a party at, of, of someone you know, right? Yep. And then like a friend of a friend comes in and then your friend like brings them over and introduces you to them. And then they're like really cool, like right from the get go. And you're like, oh, that's all like that moment of like meeting someone you immediately have chemistry with. And like, let's face it, like we have chemistry immediately with all the people who write for us, like meet us for the first time, like write to us and like write some beautiful thing like this. We're like, oh, my God, friends, like we're like, we're, yeah. like we're, we're, we feel so attached to you when you when you take the time out of your personal day to write to us and let us know how you feel about our show or Once Upon a Time in general or the podcast or whatever uh it's just it's so it's so nice to just meet new people who didn't know us who happened to stumble a bunch of people who were just like i was on spotify just like randomly searching for once upon a time podcast and found yours and like love it and it's amazing like that's not to give us a a big head or a big ego it's just so awesome that we get to reach people randomly like that Mm -hmm. you know that they just like they love it like we do and we get to and it's heightened you know, after a year of not seeing people the fact that like you're, you true. can still make a connection with somebody yeah it's cool love that so anyway uh guys we're up to 24 ratings i swear to god we're gonna Apple listen to, we're gonna watch the show at some point today i <laughs> and i got you it's totally fine uh if someone wants to make it a lucky 25 just go in there and you know like just one more we like uh, we like milestones, so we love celebrations. Who we do? We really do like to celebrate a lot. Uh, all right, so last we like, could have just like a, like a mediocre day, and we'll text each other and we'll be like, "Oh my god, we should totally celebrate this!" Like, yeah, 
Like the fact that nothing burned to the ground. Isla, did like, you cry oh, today? God. No. Oh my no? god. Let's let's throw. Pop, a, I'm gonna get drinks. you a coffee when you come down. Like that's literally yeah. how this goes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's an actual transcription of a conversation we've already had. <laughs> Not even that long ago. <laughs> oh, our lives are crazy. All right. So uh, last but not least, in the Starbuck Daily Mirror entries, we have Chris from the Discord, who we've heard from before. Chris from Worcester. Uh, so he says, this is going to be real controversial, y'all. All right. He says, I'm sending this message to be the one person in support of keeping the pod spoiler free. I would also just like to say that he is not the only one because I know that a certain someone was sitting next to him when he said send on this email. Well, yes, I think he meant the one person. Mm. This is really what he was. Uh, what Isla is referring to is uh, our our lovely friend Nicole. Uh, Chris's <laughs> significant other. <laughs> yeah, uh, is is kind of the reason why he is saying this. And he he goes on to say in this email, my defense in this is because after watching season two, episode fourteen, Manhattan with Nicole, and seeing her incredible reaction to all the bombs that were dropped, it was priceless to say the least. It was also so awesome to see her freak out i know everyone has watched the whole show already and they want to talk about all the goodies that happen i can't remember anything i watched about this show so it's like watching it for the first time along with nicole and i'm sure many others so my argument is that it makes the show much more gripping and intriguing when you watch it like you don't know what happens next i find it much more rewarding so sorry to everyone who wants to bring up every character's arc throughout all the seasons, but I find this show, and especially the pod, so much more rewarding as a first-time listener. Just my five cents. Stay gold, stay rumple, see you in the enchanted forest. Oh my gosh, Chris. what a great sign-off, Chris. Um, Can we steal that sign-off? Yeah, that was, see you in the enchanted forest? That is so much better than thanks for making us yours. Where I'm now, that's it. That's done. As of this that's, episode, that's we're going to credit we're Chris. We're nailing Chris. that down. Thank you, Chris. Um... I have thoughts and feels on this. I agree that I yeah, love I that we are watching the show like we are watching it for the first time. And we are organically, naturally yeah. doing it because we don't remember. You can't remember. Also, Maggie yeah. and I watch way too much TV. Um, so yeah, we have a lot going on floating around the brains. <laughs> I'm constantly rewatching shows, watching new shows. I am a TV mm-hmm. binger. I've always been that way. Probably not healthy. So I can't remember. I can't remember every arc. I can't remember every storyline. So I truly am watching this with a new set of eyes. I'm also a completely different person than I was when I first watched the show, which I also think gives it a new meaning. So I agree. And I don't think when we said we were going to go spoiler heavy, we worded it not wrong, but not how we like we didn't give it the full facts. Well, we we were we have been talking a lot about how Lost is going to be spoiler filled from beginning to end, every single detail. And like, Lost we, is because, a completely different ball game. Yeah, but we're not. We weren't intending on doing that same thing to this. That would have been too much, I think. So I think we're drawing a line. Yeah, we did. We discussed this before we started recording, and we we came to a conclusion because this this brought up such a good point that we were like, we really let's let's figure this out so that we don't alien we don't want to alienate anybody, which is really the point. We don't want to alienate the people who feel like it's not going extremely too slow, inclusive but like, community. Yeah, we, we want to keep it that way. We want to talk about spoilers. Like we want to we want to make room for them and we don't want to ruin it even if it's a small percentage. You don't want to ruin it for the few people who haven't seen it. So, so. characters are not spoilers. 
Yeah, we also have agreed on this from the beginning. Like the fact that a character exists. These are characters in the show. that we grew up with our entire lives. Yeah. Peter Pan being in a show about Once Upon a Time. It's not that far of a stretch. No. Who Peter Pan is, possibly in Storybrooke, possibly in another universe. That is a spoiler. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. get into and that. So we're, we're going to try and not do like major plot holes. Right. But I think just, and I think even alluding to something, you know, like uh, alluding to the future of a character without saying like, I think we can, we can agree on like what the real spoiler. I think that the let's spoiler look at, culture. Let's like give an example that we've already done. Sure, August yeah. being Pinocchio. Right. We had so much fun hyping that up for the past couple of weeks. We did. As soon as the stranger came in, we know who he we knew who he was. Yeah. And we knew it was still so much fun to play it off like we were watching it for the first time. You know what I mean? Like it just yeah. I think it made the show better. I think it made yeah. watching it better. So I agree on that side of it. I think that we should yeah. keep those giant things Yeah. off. Yeah, I agree. Um, but when I, we say, oh, my God, that, like when Captain Hook comes in. Oh, my God. That's whole, not a spoiler. And that has We're also, like, I have played into this. Pirate, I don't know why. Like we, <laughs> we, we, we kind of just played off of the energy of the community, right? And so we all kind of didn't know where we wanted to land. So everybody kind of protected everything, which, by the way, thank you, everybody, for playing for doing along that. To, to rules that we never set. We all as a community sort of quietly agreed to tiptoe around it a little bit. And then we just kept doing that more and more to the point where we were tiptoeing around everything we hadn't seen. So to be like a certain somebody who's dashingly handsome, like we can say hook like it doesn't like that's Fine. not going to spoil it for anybody. The fact that he's in it is not really a spoiler. Now, what happens to his character and where he comes from are pretty big reveals and they're done over the course of like entire seasons, seasons. that's the stuff that we're going to try and protect is the the long game stuff just the single moments in time are kind of whatever but anything about where's like who's first of all this show does this, this a lot so right so anytime we're going to talk about who people are related to like that whole august thing like because august is pinocchio and then pinocchio is related to marco august and marco's relationship like that would have been off the table like relationships between people mm -hmm. off the table um we're tvaing this right now we are time yeah, authority making of once upon roles. a time yeah uh anything uh having to do with i think people's immediate like like long-term background information that hasn't been revealed yet. family trees are off the table yeah long-term future stuff too like like i will say because everyone knows because it's been in the news frozen will eventually be a part of once upon a time but the specifics of where those characters get intertwined with stuff is very 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 beautifully done and that i don't want to give away mm -hmm. you know what i mean so, like, people have already seen pictures and memes and stuff of Frozen. It's there. And if you didn't know that, knowing that Frozen will show up sometime... Doesn't ruin not, anything for you. It will not dilute your experience at all. Because of how they do it is so unique. And it's not like the cartoons, like, pop up in the, in the thing. It's, you know, it's a live-action thing. And they have to figure out how to do it organically. So, it you know, that's kind of where we're going to go with it. And we feel like that's at least a decent compromise so that... It still stays relatively spoiler-free. We can be a little bit more liberal, but when we're talking about it, and we encourage the Discord and other brookies are listening to it, when we talk about it in a public forum, to 
consider that. And I think what we can do is we can keep each other in check. I think we can we can try and use those guidelines. And if somebody like goes in tentatively, like if someone does like a and some pirate, blah, blah, blah. And then the next person just goes, yeah, hook. It's totally fine. Like, it's okay. Yeah. We were really just protecting the what was the stuff that you were most surprised at? Protect that. Like when you first watched the show, you know what I mean? Like, I remembered that August was Pinocchio. I don't remember anything. I don't remember the him first meeting Marco. I don't remember how that happened. I don't remember what they said. You okay there? Yeah, God, that hurt really bad. <laughs> I almost yanked her headphones off just now, for those of you who couldn't see. Um, like, how it got revealed, I didn't remember. You know what yes. I mean? So, 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 like, that kind of thing of the particular details are whatever. Who cares? But the actual event is the thing that's important. So, hopefully, Chris... That helps, and then it helps us move. By the way, in the Discord, we made, as we've talked about on previous episodes, we made a spoiler-filled channel that you can protect yourself from by, there's like a little rules, um, a reactive roles channel where you can opt in or out of a spoiler-filled channel. So there is a space that everybody can... All bets are off. You can talk from the beginning to the end of the show all you want. And then the people who don't want spoilers just don't enter that room and then you're free to talk. That was kind of our compromise in the Discord. For the purposes of the show, I think we're going to take things on a case-by-case basis. But we're going to be a little bit more liberal about some of the future events. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's uh, I feel like that's fair. Yes. So uh, I feel that feels like a law and order type of sound effect yes. to be appropriate. These are their stories. Honestly, uh, that closes out the Daily Mirror today. Sure does. Sure does. And here we are at the show, pre-show, pre-show, <laughs> where we talk a little bit about some details about what we're about to watch. So uh, as we said before, season one, episode 21 is where we're at. It's called An Apple Red is Blood. We are one after this. We're going to be one episode away from the season finale. So this is the last, second to last episode, which is very exciting. Um, the character backstory is Snow White and Prince Charming. So we're going to get back to the original story um, of the two of them. So we're going to continue on from, oh my goodness, Heart of Gold? No, I, I forget where we were last. But the last thing that we saw was Snow White drank the poison charming found her and she's still remembering things and this is the memory that got imprinted into david's head of her being like i'm gonna kill her you know and she's really talking about the queen but she david in storybook thinks she's talking about Catherine. he never questioned again yeah and he was tied to the tree that's kind of the last thing that we saw so this is going to continue on from that point uh this aired on may 6th 2012 so we're almost kind of catching up with reality a little bit uh in terms of where like where that you know mm-hmm. obviously uh 10 years ago nine years ago whatever this is uh written by speaking of the devil jane espenson oh, and yeah. david h goodman so let's look a little bit let's do a little bit of research let's look back at what the last things we saw from them i mean jane obviously we know does a lot of great stuff but jane and david together so jane did the return which is uh this is emma confronting Reg- uh, regina about Catherine, david trying to apologize to mary margaret um, and Rumpelstiltskin, this is the continuation of the Rumpelstiltskin story, which is the the bay falls yep. into the whole thing. David H. Goodman, along with Vladimir Vetko, whatever, uh, did Hattrick, which is the Alice in Wonderland one. Okay. Jane Espenson before that did Red Handed, which is the Red, Red and the Big Bad Wolf, or 
the Red Riding Hood wolf, I guess, is not the Big Bad Wolf. It's a different I wolf, know. isn't it? <laughs> uh, then David H. Goodman by himself did What Happened to Frederick, which is a... So David H. Goodman, I think, did we establish that Dean White is the director, but David H. Goodman is the... Yes, he's the Snow and Charming... Um, he's the Snow and Charming matchmaker. writer. Oh, well, no, not necessarily, because Price of Gold... So he's between uh, Rumpelstiltskin and Snow, and he keeps bouncing back and forth between Rumpelstiltskin and uh, Snow oh, okay. and Charming. That's kind of interesting there, yeah, because he did uh, that return... And then, oh no, Jane did the return. So this actually makes a lot of sense that the two of them together would be doing this, right? So like, it's always a Rumple or a, or a Snow Charming episode. Um, Jane did Skin Deep. David H. Goodman did What Happened to Frederick. Hmm. So we, we, got a, we got a little bit of both there, a little bit of Rumple. And so I, I think them working together is uh, an interesting pair. And Ampersand, Jane, Ampersand, David, meaning that oh, they wrote they the wrote entire show. together. As a team, as opposed to one writing one part and one writing another, which is kind of interesting. Uh, is directed by Milan Chaloff, uh, who I think is a first-time director of the show, if I am not mistaken. I have not heard I'm, that name I'm, yet, so... I'm totally mistaken. Oh. Uh, apparently, I'm just looking, yeah, uh, apparently Skin Deep. Okay. So, Bell, the Bell episode. Nice. So we got some veterans there. Uh, 8.95 million uh, on the ratings for this one. So a little bit higher, uh, a little bit lower. Wait, a little bit lower because the last one was 9.2. This one's 8.95, but then we're going to lead into the season finale, which gets a little bit, a bit of a bump. The synopsis is uh, Henry pleads with Emma to stay in Storybrooke and continue her quest as the savior of the fairy tale fairy tale dwellers and regina concocts a plan that could rid of her that could rid her of emma forever uh snow white meanwhile enlists the aid of her fellow fairy tale cohort who wrote the synopsis this is awful like jumbly words the snow white enlists the aid of her fellow fairy tale cohorts to attack the evil queen there were and so many other words we could have picked for that prince charming's life good lord no thank you for that. Um, so now we get to talk about production notes. Production notes. So production notes uh, is when we talk about all of the behind the scenes stuff, props and, you know, fun little trivia things that we find on Wiki, etc. Uh, and we're going to start, as we always do, with the title card which features Snow White walking with the dwarves because that's been a kind of a through line that we've been paying attention to the entire time since she's met um, Grumpy, previously known as Dreamy. Uh, and she's kind of stayed with the dwarves the whole time and, and they kind of saved her from being, you know, really upset and she took the poison and all that stuff. So she's going to be walking with them. Uh, how the evil queen procured the poison apple that we're going to... So this whole episode is, as we saw in the trailer from the last at the end, the promo at the end of the last episode, is leading up to the pilot, leading up to her getting the true love's kiss and being awakened. This is all the stuff leading up to that point. And that, so now we're kind of catching up with what we know of in the Snow White real story, right. right? Of her getting a poison apple, I guess in the real story, she makes a poison apple, but getting the poison apple, getting Snow White to eat the poison apple, and then she's supposedly dead or gone forever and then you know we keep going well how she procured the poison apple is like a little pass by thing at the very very end of true north which as you recall is the hansel and gretel episode 
which is sounds and looks like a throwaway episode. It has nothing to do with anything. It's not connected to anything mm-hmm. at all. Hansel and Gretel, the stupid random, uh, you know, uh, foster kids who are running around the town and no one knows where they live and all that stuff. doesn't mean anything. They met up with their dad. We never see him again. But in True North in the Enchanted Forest, crazy Regina, who's doing all the weird nutso things when she's like a cartoon character, right? Um, convinces Hansel and Gretel to go get something that belonged to her from the blind witch. And they don't even really talk about what it is. Hansel and Gretel are in there. And the whole point of it is like, don't be tempted by eating something. And then they eat something and then they're chased by the witch and the witch gets sucked in the thing and she gets burned to death and all that stuff. Well, when they give the satchel to Regina at the end of the episode, she reaches in and pulls out the poison apple and then they just go on. And so that's kind of how she ends up getting it is this other witch had it for whatever we don't i don't know if we find out like why she has ends up having it or not but this is kind of a continuation of all of the plans that regina has made to get rid of snow white she keeps you know falling through her fingers and now we're getting to regina's about to finally get her way which is and ends up at the season finale um so snow white uh apparently the way that she falls to the ground uh, spoiler, she eats the poison apple. I think everybody knows that. But uh, the way that she falls to the ground when she eats the poison apple is uh, taken shot for shot from the 1937 film. The oh. actual way she falls and the apple falls out of her hand and all that stuff. Um, I have a props note. Michael Coleman is the actor who plays Happy. He apparently, uh, at some point, there's a castle ambush. And apparently he shot a real flaming arrow during that bush, which is kind of exciting for him. Hazard pay. Something's on fire. I bet you you got paid just a little bit more for that. Wow. So that's kind of a fun little prop thing. Uh, Recycled set. This is a repeated production note. And we've talked about it before, but now we have a little bit more context behind us, right? We have a little bit more things that we've seen and experienced. So the studio set that we see in Rumpelstiltskin Cells, the, one of the first things we see in the pilot. Yes. Uh, and in that, that second episode, the, the one you love most. Uh, that was It was built on a soundstage in uh, Burnaby, which is... Where is this? In, don't know, East Burnaby. I assume it's somewhere important. Probably. UK, maybe? Uh, Canada. British Columbia. In British Columbia. Um, it's it's where most of Once Upon a Time was filmed. I could have just read six more words and been like, it's probably Vancouver. <laughs> but I didn't bother. I like clicked a link and looked it up. Uh, it doubles as the Evil Queen's Dungeon. It also doubles as, well, I guess triples and quadruples, as the Storybrook Mines, which is where all of the dwarf stuff happens. It's also used as King George's Dungeon in 7.15 a.m., which is when uh, Dreamy meets Snow. And you'll notice, I always noticed that, that when Dreamy meets her, that whole facade, it looks, I, that's the first time it looked identical to, like, where Rumpelstiltskin came in upside down and was giggling and going through the bars. Like, it looked exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's because those sets are, in fact, identical, and they just lit wow. them slightly differently. But they just built the one jail area and just gave it different context and just reuse it over and over again, which is pretty common in television because those things are really expensive to make. So why make four? When why? You just... Why would you do that yeah. if it's almost the same yeah. exact thing? Yeah. Uh, and no one will notice either unless you're unless you're listening to the show. Now you guys are have some trivia in your back pocket. In the opening scene, here's a little goof for you. Regina's wearing black pants. Why is that important, you ask? Well, apparently she is tied to an apple tree at some point, uh, and then her pants were gray. <laughs> so either oh. 
some weird color correction was happening or they just missed it they just straight up missed it and uh so we'll see if it's we'll we'll see if it was mis miscredited in the wiki or if it's like a little lighting issue or some like thing that made it look gray like black and gray are close enough where like it could have just looks like maybe it was gray the whole time and it was just extra dark the first time or something uh the last one Uh, is part of our reawakening. Uh, we talked about this. Reawakening is the is the side uh, kind of assistant novel uh, to Once Upon a Time. I think specific to season one, but I could be wrong. Um, that fills in a little bit of the uh, context to things that we don't see on camera. Uh, in this case, when Snow White and her allies, allies, her Snow White and her allies storm the castle to rescue Prince Charming. She comes face to face with King George, which I'm guessing if it's in the reawakening section, that um, that probably never happens. But in this case, in the novel, she comes face to face with King George. They nearly duel, but Jiminy Cricket aids in injuring King George so Snow White can progress deeper into the castle. So I'm pretty sure that note is there because that doesn't actually happen in the show. So when we see the castle storming, let's see if we can figure out like where that would have been yeah. or something kind of an interesting little thing and that's production notes that was it see it was, right, it was really right. kind of quick and short that's why i was like let's let's take some time to really dig in in the beginning production notes because i knew we i knew it i'm was like oh you want a four-hour episode let's go quick but <laughs> i would uh i would laugh if we still don't even make three hours we probably trying because this happens every time ever since that one virginia episode we've been like trying to recreate it and we can't do it that's why you don't try and make lightning in a bottle. It just happens. We just, you know. We're just here for the vibes and the fun. For 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 the purposes of the people who keep saying the longer episodes are better, all we're instead of trying to aim for you know three hours or whatever, I think we're just gonna when stuff like that comes up a really good conversation, we're just gonna friggin' run with it as long. We're as not we want gonna to instead like of, cut ourselves off. Like cut ourselves off exactly. Um, so now we have one uh, entry in our one of our favorite segments where we talk about. Things that connect Once Upon a Time with Lost. We call that. And it's called What's in the Hatch. Uh, so we're going to try and play that sound effect if we can find this connection in the show. I feel like we should make a bigger deal of it, of like a prize, because I keep missing them. I just don't. Like... We're just like so engrossed in it. We're like. Oh we God. are. And then it happens. Like, and like really five minutes it. later, we're like, oh, shit, that number was a Lost reference. That was, that was probably a thing. <laughs> Although we found one in the last episode that wasn't even called out in the wiki. The, the license. Yes. Book. So. 23. Uh, in Regina's dream, Dopey wears a Geronimo Jackson t-shirt, mm. which alludes to it's a fictional band that only appears on the TV series Lost. I wish it was Drive Shaft. Though, Me so too. Dope. That would have been so much better. <laughs> but they all do the Geronimo Jackson. Geronimo Jackson's an actual, like, I don't, because I don't think we ever see Drive Shaft merch other than the ring. I know, but like, I don't know if we see t-shirts. And like, we? everybody's wearing t-shirts and stuff. I know. Why can't we? That's true. Why can't we? Drive shop. You never had a drive shop. <laughs> you are everybody. I'm the I'm the singer. I sing it. No. You are everybody. Stop that. You are everybody. <laughs> Stupid Jack's like, uh, we need to keep going. Stop messing around back here, flirting with my girlfriend. This is us reenacting loss. We're still uh, together. <laughs> we're getting we're getting the band back together. <laughs> second reunion tour no it wasn't uh i think i should pull out you all everybody as a sound effect for this show for no reason and, and it'll be like an awkward everybody. moment yeah anytime a moment is awkward 
<laughs> just randomly put that in. Oh, we did get a request. Speaking of which, we got a request from Darth Mel in our Discord. Uh, apparently, I made quite a squeal uh, in Oh my CMD. god, yeah, your vomit. Super uber scary friggin' crazy, what is it, monstro, whatever the stupid whale is called in yeah. the beginning of the Pinocchio episode. Scared the bejesus out of me. Uh, I have not yet gotten a chance to go back and listen to it. Uh, it has been requested that I pull that out and turn that into a sound effect to my dismay. So I'll have to embarrassingly... I promised myself I wouldn't, you know, I shy away from the embarrassing moments. I knew I was going to do it at some point and do something weird or stupid. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to stick with it now. Yeah, do it. That's it. So uh, I will do that at some point, but I haven't done it yet. So look out for that in the future. So now we come to our watch party section, which is very exciting. We have a few, um, I wouldn't, I don't like calling them ground rules. I literally wrote the word, word rules in these notes and I really got to like change that to, what is it? These aren't rules. They're, uh... What are they? They're like, they're like aids, right? They're like things that, they're like, they're features. I'm going to call them features. Okay. This, these are features of the watch party. Uh, first up, we have a drinking game, Bell. Anytime you hear that bell, we have a little drinking game we play. I was drinking tea. I'm out of tea now. But uh, if you're drinking water or juice, or if you'd like an adult beverage of your choice, feel free. Uh, I don't even have a drink. We are... We oh my god we both don't have drinks. Today? I just have hot and spicy Cheez-Its. So you do Cheez-Its. Everybody else will drink. I, I expect to hear the crunch. I know you're gonna hear me chomping okay? on Cheez-Its. No, this is important. That's that's like a that's like a thing we need to look out for this episode. Is Isla chomps and everybody else drinks. I'll open my box. Um, we're gonna prove to you that we're not kidding. This is a real thing. YouTubers are already enjoying the visual aid that you guys can't see right now. But uh, well, um, Cheez-It ASMR for you all. Oh my god. <laughs> This turned into a very different podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, man. And and there is our Instagram post. Hello, Instagram. This, this is it. We're living it right now. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> oh, damn. I had another one written down. Oh, we can do two. That's fine. All right. Hey, more, the more bonus content, the better. Oh, my God. Bonus content. We didn't talk about the Patreon. Wait, we have to stop everything. We get, we have to talk about the Patreon first. Guys, we have a Patreon. <laughs> and oh, my God. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, that is breaking news. I don't have like a... I need that, too. I need that sound. Uh, whatever. We'll talk about it at the end we of the show. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. So... It's patreon.com slash the SBC pod. Go check it out. It's great. We have a bunch of bonus content, or we will, uh, for, for SBC... So we're going to be talking about extra stuff on there. You can watch movies with us. We're going to do a movie club and we're doing uh, Hamilton will be our first one. We decided so that will be coming soon. So if and you full... want to be in the room where it happened. Oh, my God. That's the promotion right there. You need to join our Patreon. The room where it happens is going to be patreon.com slash the SBC pod. We're also doing a Lost, Lost podcast exclusive to Patreon. So Lost if you want to hatch up with like Lost. Hatching up with Lost is the name. Head of the on show. over to the Patreon. We appreciate it. it right we now. love it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And spoiler: we already have our first Lost episode on it. Sure so do. if you join the sure Lost do. Patreon right now, you can yeah. right now listen to an episode. So if you're done with this episode, and you're like, man, I wish I had more. Go listen to the Lost one. It's great. <laughs> Look at that. Then you have two. So you don't need this one to be three hours because then you have two. I think that one was pretty long, too. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to our uh, watch party features. Back this to is, you, This Matthew. is the kind of hosting we do. We just like we ping pong all over the place. This is how we this is how we do it. Anyway, our drinking and bell. We have some rules of the drinking game. They're random. If I remember what, whatever they are, we kind of make them up as we go. But uh, there's some obvious ones of talking about magic and people squaring off and yellow bug 
apples, obvious Disney things, whatever. But we'll call them out and you'll hear the bell. That's when you can drink. Uh, we have a, a, a side a, adjacent to the drinking game bell. We have a little clink, a little clink. Fun fact, that is an actual recording of me clinking two beer bottles together into Kia my personal had this on my phone. in his head for a really long time where he was like, I we did. need a sound for this, but I can't find it anywhere. I couldn't find it. So one day we were just popped on Discord hanging out and he goes, I did it. I clinked two bottles together. Yeah. <laughs> I actually clinked a couple different things together and figured out that this was the best one. And I was like... That's Can't dedication, and I love that for us. I literally just put my phone on a table and did the voice memo and just clanked two beer bottles together, and that is what the sound is. So if you hear that, uh, it is supposed to be an homage to the production notes that we saw. So it's not quite a big enough to drink, but just like, oh, yeah, that's the thing we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, just a little, you know, a little notification that that something to look out for. Uh, the... Other thing that I have is if you are watching the show alongside us, because I heard some people are, we have this lovely sound. Uh, That is the sound of me actually hitting the play and pause button. Um, And so if you hear this noise, then that then, you know, that I'm either playing or pausing. And if you need to, um, you know, sync back up with me, if we need to rewind or something, then we'll find a spot together to uh, to replay the episode. Speaking of rewinding. Yeah, it's rewind time. Will Smith, is that you? Oh my God. Friend of the show, Will Smith. Uh, we had him personally record. Our good friend, <laughs> so, Will Smith. Our good friend, Will Smith, the fresh prince of Bel Air. Uh, that is his notification to let you know that we are going to be going back to reanalyze something that we might have missed. So if you hear that, know that we are rewinding. And those are all of our features. And the last but not least, we are going to be looking for the uh, titular. Um, this is a family show. What did I just say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, the I guess the script line that's supposed to be referencing the title of the show, title of the episode, rather. So Snow White says, "I take that apple, and he lives." Spoilers! Oh my god, uh, that's the deal you want to make. And the evil queen says, "With all my heart." Interesting choice of words. Snow White says, mm-hmm. then congratulations, you've won. And that's what we're listening for. That's going to be a big drink moment. Uh, and the title of the episode is An Apple Red as Blood. Nobody, they couldn't write that into the script. They couldn't write someone saying the apple red as blood. Right. So sometimes I just get really frustrated with that. Like whatever, I feel like I you know wish what I mean? Was, like for a, for a show that does so many Easter eggs, like you couldn't even do an Easter egg of the title of the show. But whatever, that's that's the conversation that we're listening for for our big drink moment. Uh, so says the Wikipedia. So that's what that's those are the rules we're going by. Uh, with that, we say goodbye to the YouTube. Thank you for joining us, guys, and and watching our crazy antics. We appreciate it. So wave goodbye. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Uh, if you'd like to continue... Oh, the cheese had to say goodbye, too. If you'd like to listen to the rest of the podcast and listen to The Watch Party, you can find it on your favorite podcast app, which you will find on the list coming up now. For the rest of us that are going to continue on and watch episode 21, here is An Apple Red as Blood. Previously on Once Upon a Time. You Previously on. Someone that I love, and now I'm taking back my son. Maybe this will make you believe. Why is it so important to you that I do? Because everyone needs you. No! I will find you! I will always find you. King George took James. I have to get him back. You can't do it alone. Let's show that king what Snow White and Seven Dwarves can really do. 
you want to come and live with me? More than anything. Then buckle up. We're leaving Storybrook. Can I just say, so here's Snow Snow walking with the dwarves. Can I just say, the last promo and this previously on, best the season has ever yeah. done. That was a great preview. They really got into exciting. a groove towards the end. Oh, yeah. apples. Apples. Wow. Already drinking. Chomp, chomp. That actually looks like a really good ass steak. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. We have to describe what's going on to the podcasters. So they're eating dinner. Well, they were eating dinner. They're, I was also eating my cheese it. So, well, <laughs> yeah, you're doing anything. the drink. I don't recall us expecting any company. They're eating a delicious steak meal here. Cauliflower looks like very proper on opposite sides of the table, you know. And like we're also kind of confused right now because the last thing we saw was Sheriff's the with her leaving. What That's are you doing? True. Henry That's invited true. me. Do you honestly believe I'd allow you into my house for dinner after all the threats you made to my family? I didn't come for dinner. Emma's so what jacket. did you come for? You. Ooh! What's happening? What? Is this a dream? Yes, it is. Okay. Oh. <laughs> got it. We all did. Oh hey. my gosh! Oh, wait. Oh my god. Henry has a noose. Okay. No. Yeah. Hold on. It's rewind time. It's already re- We haven't even gotten 30 seconds in and we're like rewind time right away. There's a lot that's going on here. First of all, during. Regina's dream I didn't realize was the opening of the damn episode is when the Geronimo Jackson shirt is and Happy shows up for like two seconds so let's rewind and see if we can find it or is he not even there yet okay he wasn't in that group I got freaked out so okay there was just a lot to take in in that 30 seconds so I think we should just watch it because because there's a lot going on so Regina's sitting at the table and she's just uh this is what 108 wiping her mouth so she's wiping her mouth in the napkin she's gonna answer the doorbell here we go This is, I like that it's chaotic right away. Yeah. It's cool. So I've got the red jacket, which is kind of a cool What are you doing here? Henry invited me. Do you honestly believe I'd allow you into my house for dinner after all the threats you made to my family? I didn't come for dinner. And what did you come for? Oh my gosh. The way she just said that was like the stranger, the strangers. um, When they said, why are you doing this to us? And they said, because you were home. We all did. Yeah. Like that is that vibe. I like that. That super wide angle shot. Yeah, I don't like that. Alright, she's tied no. to an apple tree, so get no. Let me go. I command it. After everything you've done to all of us. Apologies, Your Majesty. But my don't, conscience is clear. You're not queen anymore, sister. Drama Jackson. She needs to feel our pain. You took our love and ripped it apart. And now you're gonna pay. It's aggressive. The apple is black, which oh, crushes it with bare hands, turns rotten into jelly, because it's rotten. I just wanted to win. Win what, babe? Or what? Ooh. You took away our happiness, and now it's our turn oh to Oh my god, the people that were shipping them were probably so into this. Oh, I know. Totally. The bondage aspect. Yeah. <sighs> Henry. <laughs> this is so bad. This is you awesome. You did this to yourself. This is very dark. If they're gonna make it a nightmare, make it a nightmare. She needs to go to therapy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. That's that was expertly shot. That was really. Oh yeah, impressive. it was great. Like it's just the route, the right amount. Like anybody who's ever had a nightmare before. Oh my god, I just saw that Sebastian like. Stan was in the credits. Is he in this episode? 
Uh, yes, they do reference. They reference the oh, episode, okay. so they might do a little flashback or something. Yeah. I saw it in the notes, yeah. So Henry, as per Harry Potter usual, has got his flat... Oh, he's not there. Oh. Okay, great. This makes more sense now. Thank you. So he had to put a flashlight under his under his blanket to make it Is look like he was stuff? like there. All I not. need. Wait, you want to go now? We're leaving now. Uh-huh, I'm getting you out of here, away from all this, away from her. No, no, stop the car. You can't leave Storybook. You this poor ten-year-old. No, I don't. I think logically all the time. But you're a hero. You can't. She has run. to be the adult. You have to help everybody. Henry, I know it's hard for you to see it, but I'm doing what's best for you. That's what you wanted when you brought me to Storybook. But the curse, you're the only chance to bring back the happy endings. Henry. Leaving Storybrooke. Henry! Oh, dang. And the yellow bug. We got a lot of, a lot of drinks here. What were you doing? You could have gotten us killed. Please, please don't make me go. We can't go. Everything's here. Me, your parents, your family. Please, Emma. They need you. Your family needs you. It's a lot of desperation. Do you really think that I would let you get away? Hmm? You appear to have had quite the adventure since then. Whatever it is, you're creepy. Get on with it. I took you in as my son, and you betrayed me. You've known him for like two weeks, brother. I would have given you everything: crown, the kingdom. All you had to do was marry King Midas's daughter, but you decided to follow. True love. Losing my life for love, that's a sacrifice I am happy See, that's something I can get behind with Charming. Yeah, that he would sacrifice you know himself what I mean? for true love. Yeah, hell Absolutely. yeah. He's not being apologetic right now. Love it. What's also interesting is that he's he's making a sacrifice, he's sacrificing himself for someone else's true love. Yeah. Just for the, I just for the motif the of true love. I respect the hell out of How he handled that entire scene, with not scene, that entire story the with episode her. Of, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get a... Oh, my God. Before we get into it, at the end of the episode, we have MVPs, right? So we have to be labeled the most valuable player. We were toying with the idea of least valuable player and what we're going to do with the honorable mention and whatever. And somebody in the Discord mentioned uh, outstanding performance so that we can talk about the actors who play. Like, Mm -hmm. we had Guinea Good last time or, like, you know, Regina and Lana. Like, you know, so... Let's think about that as we're going to, like, the the, the actual interpretation yes. of it. But this charming moment, really, even if he doesn't win MVP this episode, this this moment right here deserves, I think, attention. So I almost wonder if during the MVPs we could have a section that, like, highlights a moment instead of a specific character. Yes. Like a moment that is pivotal to the, the scene, plot, or what just a character in general. What makes a last forever? <laughs> How can a story never die? Drink when Isla sings, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, also, I haven't talked to people in uh, almost a whole week now. In, in two- <laughs> <laughs> but look at how happy you are. I will let's elaborate just, more eventually. But wow, let's be honest. Life is different now. <laughs> it's very different, and I think for the better. You're smiling. Oh, it's it's definitely um, for the better. Let's not. There's no. There's <laughs> uh, I'm annoyed with the fact that. This freaking guy, Alan Dale, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, the guy who plays uh, King George. He says the British pronunciation of the word love, and uh, says the extremely overacted uh, American English pronunciation of the word daughter. <laughs> Very drawn out. To yeah, be Alan like, Dale. I don't say have an accent. Daughter. In this. In the same sentence, and you're already in a place where your English accent would make perfect sense. Now, I wonder if per our very angry Discord listeners, 
about us talking about the fact that this is most certainly not medieval times and this is not supposed to be England, even though, hello, okay, they're all, in, this is straight up King Henry VIII, right? They're in chainmail. <laughs> right. Uh, but beside, and they did have a good point. Besides that, I wonder if someone or several people, or he as a character choice himself, decided. That may, I wonder if we're not the first people to talk about that. If they, if they, if somebody made a comment about like some English thing, would be like, oh, just like England. And someone was like, no, exactly not like England because we're not yeah, like somebody made a big deal me, about it. Yeah, because to me, in my little American brain, if you have a British accent, you automatically deserve a starring role in Bridgerton. So like right. Alicia. And then we would. Truly, right, you yeah. are so much more elegant and royal than I am. Only because of your voice. I'm because of your here, accent like, alone. Throwing tea into the harbor and you're like, <laughs> my daughter. I kind of wonder what Alicia's thoughts are on his terrible non-British accent. Because I'm pretty sure, I'm fairly certain I've made this mistake before already with Dr. Whale. But I'm fairly certain he's actually British in real life, I think. <laughs> I I'm, I'm fair. I mean, because his American accent is terrible, so he can't be American. <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> it's, okay, let's rewind. Let's look. Yeah. It's rewind time. While Io looks up whether I'm terribly wrong again about people who are actually British or not. I uh, started with, is Alan Dale? And it, the first thing is, is Alan Dale still alive? Gay? Okay. Still alive, um, sure. Old, yeah. It was going to be gay or dead, I figured. <laughs> it's one of those. Midas' right. daughter. Blech. I took you in as my son and you betrayed me. Whatever. I would have given you everything. The crown, crown, the kingdom. All you had to do was marry King Midas' daughter. Daughter? Someone daughter. told him that, that A-G-H is da. Daughter. No, not even Americans do that. that. That's terrible vocal coaching. Kingdom. Kingdom. Not kingdom. Kingdom. Like D-M, right? That's, that's British. They close vowels together. The crown, the kingdom, daughter. <laughs> what? Bro, what are you doing? But you decided to follow... True love. Follow true love. <laughs> Daughter. I hate you, Aldale. <laughs> Your choices are awful. So, Alan Dale is 74 years old, and he is from New Zealand. Ah, so I was right about him not being American, even though he wasn't He's British. from down even... under, sort of. Mate. I guess that kind of makes sense as to why he is doing some British. He has and so many hybrid accents. American, that, yeah. Yeah. Because this is really bad. I wish he would have just picked one. And going from Australian to British is, is a much smaller jump than the, the harder obnoxious vowels that, mm -hmm. that uh, American accents are. I know this is not a show about accents, but if you're interested, uh, I will link in the show notes because I'm not going to waste time looking it up now. But there's a really cool YouTube channel um, that's dedicated to experts of all kinds reviewing movies of uh, actors portraying things that the experts do. So like movies portraying animals and animal behavior and they'll get like an animal expert to mm -hmm. be like, how real is this movie with wolves or whatever? Uh, and one of the experts is a linguist who specializes in accents and and dialects and, and you know, like language in general. And so he goes over um, characters playing real people and and or regional accents real of real places so like french accents and you know denzel washington doing malcolm x will smith doing muhammad ali uh you know daniel day lewis doing abraham lincoln and he talks about not only how well the accents are done but what specifically is unique to the real person's accent that this actor honed in on to make that 
interpretation accurate. Yeah. Like the very like simple vowels and sounds and whatever. So if you are interested in linguistics, and which is kind of interesting, and accents and stuff, and you're a nerd like me who likes that kind of stuff, I'll try and link that YouTube video uh, in the notes. But for now, let's keep going. Losing my life for love, that's a sacrifice I am happy to make. So awesome. As you wish. And so like aggressive and confident about yeah, it. I like that, that too. Yeah. No fear. He's that that's the Prince Charming that we know of. It's like that's what makes him charming and not revolting. <laughs> that he's gonna do it with a scowl on and not, not oh with God, a fearful. A face. This is Release Ooh. the blade. Yeah. Ooh, magic. What? It turned into water. What is the meaning of this? Regina. Sorry to drop it out. Regina, what do you want? I want the man you pretend is your son. And I'm prepared to pay any riches Midas promised you in return for him. Can we talk about this bitch's haircut? She is looking very disheveled right now. Can we just... I kind of like it, though. Oh. She's got like a sexy Karen thing going on. Yeah. Like a Karen, yeah, but I like a regal one. I don't like it. I, so... If you can't see, she's got like this like shorter, almost like a bob. She looks like she's wearing a like... bumpet. Nah, really? I don't... Hold on, let's get a better look. What do you plan to do to him? Oh, I promise he'll suffer. Oh, I like it. This is like more very than okay. swift and simple the, beheading. My thing with this is that it oh. looks like it's like almost like a 1960s By using hairspray. To... There's an oh, entire so can teased. of Aquanet in that. Yeah, because it's really like light. It's really up and and it's out. a lighter I, color than what we're used to color. seeing on her. This is like a very more like caramelly brunette. Yeah, but instead look at of her. black. Look at her outfit is blood red. Yeah. So I think they're trying to do like a like a more rich red thing, right? You know, to make to to interesting. Yeah, but the the this this like wave that the front is doing she's got like a really big it's very 80s it's like this really big giant almost a bang but like this huge, is tracy you know? turnblad i mean well no because that's like a it's i know the thing but... about the 60s one is that it's very hard edge it's very like rounded right and yeah. very kind of yeah that's true put to, like it's like, very it's clean too looking perfect yeah. yeah whereas this feels like this is the beginning of what the karen was based on yeah like that karen was like a poor recreation of this because i think this is executed really well I don't know. I'm a really, really big fan of Cosmo and costuming on this show. Just a huge fan. Oh, yes. It's, it's, it's so old-fashioned, but still modern. Like, that's a modern haircut with an old-fashioned costume. Right. That's an Emmy right there. That's that's freaking amazing. I, next season, I might look up some of the awards for this, because I feel like, you know, I want, I want to see what season one would have gotten as a new show, you know? Yeah. And see if that was recognized, because hands, hands, hands up. Raise the roof. All right destroy his one true love gonna use him to destroy his love what by using him to bring an end to snow white squeeze me he's oh, like you sorry. could just actually cut my head off that would be fine yeah he's like I... i'll take the guillotine <laughs> <laughs> oh my god another apple tree oh and the apple tree is rotten oh 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 So now we're at Rumpel's pawn shop. Your Majesty, so what do I owe the pleasure? My tree oh, sorry, is yeah. dying. Why? Perhaps <laughs> it's your fertilizer. <laughs> I you love him. This is funny. 
Yes. Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think it's a sign of the curse weakening because of Emma. Thanks for spelling that one out, girlfriend. Yeah. You're content to just sit back and do whatever it is you're doing while all my hard work burns. That's not all, is it? Come on. You might as well get everything off your chest. I love how you twist the knife. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't give a shit, Regina. Give no fucks. (laughs) Miss Swan wants him. She'll have that boy over my dead body. The curse was meant to take away Snow White and Prince Charming's happiness. Ah, interesting. Perhaps you giving up Henry is just the price to keep the curse unbroken. The, the curse is specifically designed for the of two of them. Wow, wow. You're going to have to be quite creative. <laughs> we both know the repercussions of killing Miss Swan. His voice, too. The curse too. would be, would be broken. broken. That's oh. because you designed it that way. Undo it. <laughs> There's no magic you know, here, girl. She is getting absolutely unhinged. Like, has nothing. She has no grasp on anything anymore. Yeah. He's in short supply around here. Yeah, magic's in short supply. Dwindling by the minute. You want the curse broken. Why? That's not something I care to discuss. Don't Like, the fact that she has to play catch up right now with gold is crazy to me. I want to strike a new deal. Strike a new deal? One where I can get rid of Emma without shattering the curse. Unfortunately for you, a negotiation requires two interested parties. <laughs> I'm already planning. He a said, trip. "Fuck off!" Oh my god. I'm, I'm already planning a trip. He's like, "I know this is." Ending. I'll give you anything. I'm out. Yeah. I'll give you anything. Like, the queen just no longer have anything. I want Deary. Deary. Oh my gosh. I'm like drunk off cheese ends right now. I'm trying to trip your own. because once people waken up and remember who you are and what you did to them. <laughs> They are going to be looking for blood. Like an, like an apple that's red as one? That would have been it. An apple red as blood. That's, that would have been the spot to say it. This episode is already 10 stars. <laughs> All right, so uh, some page. Oh, White oh my Rabbit. God, it's I my mean, boy. So that's a, that's oh. a reference to Alice in Wonderland. I thought it but, was going to yes. be him. I'm sad now. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, Paige. He, he, she put it on Paige's bike. Because the license plate said Paige. So Paige is Jefferson's daughter. Oh. Which is weird because she wouldn't remember anything. So I don't know. I thought you'd left. Hi, Margaret. But I couldn't tell for sure because you didn't bother to say goodbye. Ooh, she mad. Do you remember when I left? When I ran, what you said to me, you said, we have to stick together. That we're like... Family. She's yeah. like a disappointed mom right now, huh? She's I'm mad. sorry, I shouldn't have left. You're right, you shouldn't have. So why, after everything, did you just go? I don't want to be sheriff. I don't want people relying on me. I don't want this, any of it. What about Henry? I took him with me. I like her smoky, gravelly voice of guilt. <laughs> you abducted him. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you don't want people to rely on you, but you took your son. Now that sounds like a stable home for him. She's but so mad and not budging. I want what's best I like for him. It. And running is what's best for him? Or is that what's best for you? You're reverting, Emma, into the person you were before you got here, and I thought you'd changed. 
You thought wrong. Well, regardless, uh, you have to she do can't even make eye right contact. Now. This is uh, this is an interesting direction. I wonder if it's a direction or if it's a character choice. This is playing out. Uh, it's hard not to think that they're trying to play up the mom. Oh, they are. That, here, I thought that's right? what that entire scene was. She right. can She's not even making eye contact with her. That's what you it do when your like mom's a, yelling at you. Yeah, and it you feels feel like guilty. A teenager, like because she's not even an adult defending herself as an adult. No. And this is this is the most interesting part of this whole scene so far is I thought you changed. And what does a brooding teenager do? They don't get madder. They go, yeah, I'm the worst. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know she I mean? said, you thought they like, wrong. They like, I think it's this this thing where if somebody's attacking you, the only way you can, dis- you, you can disrupt it is by like also attacking you. So if you yeah. jump on board with them attacking you, then everybody's attacking you and eventually it's not fun anymore and everybody just stops. So you kind of like... You know what I mean? Like if you were fighting and somebody was punching you and you all, instead of punching them back, you were just continuously punching yourself and they were punching you too, there would be no fight. It would just stop because it was weird. <laughs> and I think teenagers think that that's the easiest way out is to be like, yeah, you're right. I'm the worst. I'm, you thought mm-hmm. wrong. I haven't changed at all. No, I'm this is a mother-daughter <laughs> argument right it's now. A, yeah. And like a mother preteen daughter too. Yeah. Not even like a, you know... Which is weird because, and you're right, she's doing these weird things, darting her eyes around. She's looking at the ground. She's got a scowly mouth on. Like she got caught doing something she knows she's going to get grounded for, which is a little bit to me, a little heavy handed for the mom daughter thing. Like we already, like we get it. Like we know that they're, that's what they are. Like if we didn't know that they were a mother and daughter, this scene would be so powerful. Because yeah. you'd be like, oh, this, if this was the way that they made us think, like what if they are, you know? Yeah. But the fact that we already know really cheapens this to like a bad gag mm-hmm. where I'm like, Ugh, this, this is like is Danny light. Tanner giving DJ a pep, yeah. like a, a scolding. But like, yeah, the angry yell before the uh, the, the, the big sweet guitar music comes yeah. in, the PSA music comes in. <laughs> I was worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I don't know. You're his mother. That's your job. Ooh. So you figure it out. Also, Guinea. Guinea. Oh, she's going to have to get over that wall. Digging in. There's a soldier on every parapet. Parapet! Parapet! I'm drinking for that. I know just the person who can help us when who owes me a You don't know why I'm drinking for it. It's fine. Don't shoot. It's only me. Uh, Red, I mean, you got someone on your chin. Also, Sorry. girl, don't be stalking well, we around in the woods out. when we're trying Your to, like, Your prince is still out. alive. Then why don't you look happy? Because I also heard word the queen is here. She knew I'd come for him. It's a trap. Indeed. It matters not. I can't stop now. This is like the Avengers when all the characters But I'll understand if any of you want to turn back. So no! no. James. You want to yell a little louder? Well, then louder there's no time to waste. The why is the queen doing this? I destroyed her happiness. And now she wants to destroy mine. She looks just like what's her name in that scene. Uh, uh, Bailey yes. Madison. Yeah, she does. Her cheeks. Leave us. So, so here's the dungeon that is also Rumple, that is also King George's thing, that is also all the other stuff. Here it is. <sighs> the collar. I Ooh. suppose I see the allure. Look at the hair. That's crazy hair. But I like it. I wonder if you'll be quite so incorruptible after your precious snow is gone. Whatever she did to you, leave her alone and take my life instead. Oh, who said anything about taking her life? Oh, no. I have a far more satisfying brand of punishment for her. (laughs) 
she looks like? What is this? Apples. Oh my god, why are you so nuts, girlfriend? <laughs> I love it. I really do love it. She looks like Freakazoid. She has this crazy nutso hair. Looks I like just want to know lotion. how everyone let it get this far. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh my god! Oh, there he is. Sebastian, stay. Jefferson. Oh, he's mad. So you got my message. How could I miss it? You know, I watch her. Must be so painful, your daughter Paige being oh so near. Grace. Her name is Grace. You should know that you changed it. What do you want? Your help. And what makes you think I won't kill you after everything you've done? Because you don't have it in you. If you did, you would have done it 28 years ago when I brought you here. Because hmm. you know, if I'm dead, you'll never get back to your daughter. And I have a way for us to both get what we want. Oh, his I love him intensity so in acting. <laughs> I can't wait until he gets out of the wake of this Winter Soldier thing so I can see what else he can do. I just want him in something meaty that he like this. This is great. How slow he does everything too. It's very, very controlled. I want you to use it again. I can't make it work. No one can. Not here, not without magic. Well then you're in luck because I happen to have some. Not a lot. But hopefully enough for one last journey. Where? Back to our land, where there's a solution to a very delicate problem I have. How to get rid of the one person who can break my curse. Emma. And why should I let her do just that? And the madness and go home. I feel like hobby. madness is a drink. Selling fungus at the fair? I'm down. Why? We can just stay here in the mansion I gave you. My problem, Jefferson, is the same as yours. Jefferson's such a great name, too. It's family. Not Jeff. Gross. We Jefferson? We both want our children back, and we both can get them. I know. How is she going to promise him? If we work him? together. His daughter. Why should I trust you now? If the curse never you gets shouldn't. broken. Right, I feel like the curse breaking is. But it's the only offer you've got. You're not offering. After we're through, I'll oh. wake up your dear Grace so she remembers who you are. No, but you that's can't. a very empty promise. Yeah, remembering is the worst curse. Two lives in her head, like me. I want to forget. I want you to write us a new story. A fresh start. Here. She can say yes. Well, my dear Jefferson, and that's exactly. I know. What she's How gonna. Dumb. Of course, she's gonna say yes. You have no proof that she can. I mean, oh. he's unhinged too. So. Yeah. After we take care of Miss Swan. You don't need much to get a guy on the hook who's got nothing. To yeah, lose, I mean, you know? I get the whole desperation for your kid thing. So it's just and and the idea that he's so desperate that he's mad. Yeah, I, he would believe it because he's just he, that you know it's the first hope he's oh had. Oh my god, I wonder who that wolf is. 
Do it. All right, flaming arrow. Go, Michael Coulson. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Real flaming arrow. Oh my god, no CGI. so cool. All right, he didn't Move fling out. it that far, but. Still cool. <laughs> but he didn't shoot it, though. This stealthy. This looks great. I, oh, I miss stealthy. That's so cute. Kudos to the color correction, the grading department on here. These colors look freaking fantastic. Excuse me? Fairies attack? Holy There's so shit. many of them. <laughs> this is awesome. Swarm this is like fairies. the last Harry Potter. Oh my god, it really like, is. Like trying to get into Hogwarts. Oh my god, it's like an action sequence. Going and like, on. how does this not work? Opera. I know. We didn't get any notes about Guinea clumsily falling during her stunt, yeah. so I guess she's getting better. She looks fantastic. Like, very convincing. She doesn't she doesn't look Ooh. weak in any way. Like all of this fight stuff she's doing, she's yeah, killing, killing it. Killing it. Literally. I wonder if she's just she's getting comfortable now, you know? Yeah, I mean we're 22 in 21 episodes into this episode. Yeah. Ooh. The dwarves are getting on the action. Look at that. She's so proud. This is like the action sequence we've kind of mis been missing yeah. the whole time, you know? It's been a lot of sappy soap opera-y stuff, so this is kind of cool as a departure from the normal uh, normal stuff we're doing. And the dwarves just like hobbling around. It's kind of, this is kind of cool. Also, very hard to direct this. This is not a simple over-the-shoulder yeah. camera dialogue. Like, this is a lot of snappy shooting and a lot of things going on. Good fight choreography, great fight choreography. Look at how she handles a sword, too. Guinea, get it. All right. I love how the doors know how to fight. Like, it's, it's such a dope idea. Like, they're, like, jumping off of stuff and kick-dropping people. <laughs> This is fantastic. This is great music, too. Yeah, like, the score is amazing. It's just, it's so good. Good job, everyone. Now what? Are you guys gonna da, hold hands? Da, 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 da. That was level one. Now I got to level two. She's like, okay. It's like a video game. Get on with it. You guys can do it. This doesn't seem any different than when you first started. <laughs> this is Fun. like seven no, guys. Fairies are here. Right. This is a little silly, but that's okay. I don't mind. They have to bring it back to like Once Upon a Time and not yeah. Game of Thrones, you know. <laughs> All right. So, oh, so you guys did nothing for that. Great job, fairies. You carried that on your backs. So I guess this is where she would have maybe dueled King George and Jiminy Cricket. Took King George out. August, please. I need your help. August. Emma wants to leave. What? Slow down. Y you were going to make her believe. You have to. I know, Henry. I'm sorry. I, I failed. Failed? I tried to show her. First it was my legs. And now... Now take a look at the unvarnished truth. It's wood. Yes. 
all of this. I was right. The curse. It's real. You're a smart kid. And I... you're Pinocchio. Guys. What gave it away? He's Drink validated. to the validation. My little baby. Why are you turning back to wood? Your story. You should be real. I'm changing back because I haven't exactly been a good boy. And... Uh... The curse doesn't break. This doesn't stop. How do you know? We show that... Emma that you're turning back into the puppet you were, and then she has to believe. And you when tried she that, does, brother. she could break the curse. I tried that. She doesn't want to see, so she doesn't. There's nothing more that I can do. I'm getting tired. It's hard to ride, it's hard to walk. Soon it's gonna be hard to breathe. This is so sad. I know. It's like cancer. So we have to do something fast. There's nothing to do. And with what little time I have left, I want to spend it with my father. Marco. Told you you're a smart kid. God, this validation just makes me so happy. It's so sad, but it's like, finally Henry he can talk to someone who, yeah. So everyone's giving up. Oh, but this sucks. No, I mean, this I'm is- I'm afraid that I don't have a choice. This is that part of the story where everyone gives up kid, right before. I'm out of Operation Cobra. This is a sad drink. <laughs> Operation Cobra. <laughs> yeah. Braveheart of Henry. I'm sorry, but I'm afraid you don't have any case for custody. Even after everything she's done. Okay. Which you can't prove. He's a therapist. Well, let me just ask you a question. But, I mean, he's the closest one to... You know, there, there so far have not been any lawyers in town, which is also freaking weird. Well, Mr. There's Gold no was going to rep her. Well, I don't think Mr. Gold was a proper lawyer. I think he just, he could like, because anyone can represent you in court. Your friend could technically oh. stand up there and represent it. It would be a terrible idea. Like, because that's how our judicial system works. Like, literally, you're allowed to be represented by anyone you choose. It just behooves you to do some, someone who actually knows law to try and actually get you out. So, but he would know... Like, because if a therapist deems a, a child's home unsafe, they would be the ones to contact CPS and, like, go through the whole most. So they would know whether or not an unfit, like, what qualifies as an unfit home. And so, so I, I think this does kind of track as what would make sense for who she would reach out to, who also is still an ally with a, in a town you can't trust. You know, like, mm -hmm. it's actually is mm -hmm. probably the closest thing that she could get to getting some kind of answer. With this war raging on, who really is getting hurt here? I know, Henry, but isn't it a good thing that he's spending time with me? Nice and try. his mother. Yes, you are. And so is Regina. Thank you. And, well, look, the yeah. court is going to come in and look at him and see how he's been since you've come into his life. And he's been happier, right? Maybe. I mean, objectively, <laughs> he skipped school, he's stolen a credit card, he's run off, he's, he's endangered himself repeatedly. And so in the eyes of the law, it's not so... What about in your eyes? What do you think? He's right. In the eyes yeah, of the law, and like I think it's important. I know this is a TV show. I know this is a soap opera, but it is really important to validate the fact that as evil as Regina is, as evil as the evil queen is, this is a curse. In the real world, she is Henry's mother. No, oh, yeah, we can't 100%. take that away from her. That is her you can't, son. You're not allowed to legally. Yeah, I mean that's why those laws for um, for adoption and for giving up a kid are very very strict in terms of like if the record is sealed and where the birth mother is and all that stuff like as soon as you sign that piece of paper and you walk out of the room all your rights are as far as the law is concerned you have that's that document says that it, even if you tried 
Just the fact that you gave him away gives you no case. Right, and, like, blood doesn't make a family. Like, she... Nope. I, like, that's why I don't like the term, you know, like, adoptive mother, biological mother. Like, just like he said when she goes, I'm his mother, and he said, so is Regina. That's... I mean, it, it kind of... It kind of begs the question of like, is is being a mother a, a social construct, right. not a biological one? You know, the the that your mother is the one who raises you and teaches you values, not the one who. So the the usually that's the one who birthed you, but that's not necessarily always the case, right? And like know? in this show, we're rooting for Emma because we know that Regina is the evil queen. But in the real world, if somebody showed up and for three months they played mom, you would not be on their side. You wouldn't be like, oh, no. yeah, you should totally take him. That's totally Especially your kid. No. At 30 years old and who abandoned him and then came back randomly and was begrudgingly kind of a... came back. She didn't even yeah. want to. Yeah. And 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 to his point, since she's been back, Henry has been more radical and unstable. Oh, my gosh, guys. Now, we're back on another episode of It's a Thunderstorm. Oh, really? It just started thundering. Oh, my God. Always. Uh, we're going to go back. Yeah. So that... Uh, it's rewind time. I just time. wanted so to we... validate the all, all the moms out there. You are a mom. No, no. you're. It's a, this is a perfect time to talk about that because this is this is not an uncommon thing. I'm going to stick up for uh, Regina in this situation where she is his yeah, mother I mean, and she has rights. I don't think we're sticking up for Regina necessarily as much as debunking this idea that Emma is trying to Emma's use this it. as a reason... I mean, I think the point is that everybody kind of is. Everybody's losing it at everybody, this point. Yeah. We need everybody to be at their worst so that when we save everyone, it makes a big difference. I mean, there's no other way to write it. It would not be as interesting if everybody was like happy and then they were like 2% happier because the curse broke. Yeah. They have to get everybody real broken. At the lowest so that the bottom curse breaking of bottom. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that it, so, so that we see the journey of everybody, you know? Uh, so let's go back and figure out, let's see what, hear what Archie has to say. So we're going back to 2227. And see how he's been since you've come into his life. And he's been happier, right? Maybe. I mean, objectively, he skipped school, he's stolen a credit card, he's run off, he's, he's endangered himself repeatedly. And so in the eyes of the law, it's not yeah, so... What about in your eyes? What do you think? I mean, a while ago, I told you to engage him in his fantasy life, and, and perhaps I was wrong. Oh. Because he's all retreated further into it. You think he's better off with her? I never said that. That's the, that's the hard part, is that he's maybe not better off with her, but that's not what the court's going to say. she would ever hurt him? No. Well, she wouldn't. Never. It's true. Very confident in that, and it's true. And everyone else, but not him. Yeah, that's Look, the right truth. or wrong, her actions have all been defensive. I'm not judging, but... In many ways, your arrival has woken a sleeping dragon. You don't even know, man. Tell me honestly. Too much of a Disney fairy tale reference. Okay, fair. Has he been better off since I got here? Oh, it's not a matter of better off. It's it's a matter of this war has to end if you two are going to be in his life. If you have to figure out the best way to do that. This is like divorced parents. Yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. Charming. Charming. She just remembered no. it. He got carted off. So this is like, a, a, I love that they're separated. So right at the moment of, you know. As the, it, the that always second. happens. Don't forget, this is when they started dating at the end of the season. So this part would have, in their relationship would have been the, the time. 
Here. <laughs> oh. No. Oh. No. Oh, he's trapped in the green tent mirror. Oh. Oh, come on. Is that a mirror? Yeah. Oh, we're going yep. to have to drink on that. It's a mirror. Oh. always going to be our life. Taking turns finding each other. That's kind of a thing. We'll be together. I know it. Have faith. Have faith. I think the idea of faith and hope, I... I'm drinking for that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just had to stop you. I have no interest in cleaning tongue marks off my mirror. <laughs> Your fight is with me. What? My wow. thoughts exactly. She's brutal. Have you ever heard of a parlay? Yeah, from parts we of the We break Caribbean. off all this messy fighting and have a little talk. Just you and me. Come unarmed. Where do I meet you? Where it all began. The stable? Stop trying to talk me out of this. The castle is secure. I'm going. Keep the little knife between your tuffets. I promised I would come alone and unarmed. It's a parlay. There are rules. You're what? You're too noble for your own good. I'm not. She took the little knife out, too. Because of something that's between the queen and me. I will not let anyone else get hurt because of me. Except you. Thank you for your concern. But this ends today. We can't let you go. I'm not asking. Thank you for your support. I love each and every one of you. But this is something I have to do. Alone. See what I mean about the color? Mm -hmm. I don't trust that queen. Nobody does. The stakes are getting so high. I love this. What is this place? Where I've kept the last bit of my magic. The only magic in this world is in the things I brought with me. God, he's so cool. I want him to be Batman. Like I just want want him to be everything. Look at this outfit too. This I cool know. jacket. I want everything. It's not spinning. It's the, not working. The scarf. Ugh. He needs to absorb the magic that's here. I have some things left. A few trinkets. Her Gina's always in like a power suit. Look at her jacket too. Her jacket's really like a long jacket. You know. I'm sorry, guys, that I'm obsessed with fashion so much. <laughs> It's not enough. You need something that still works. Oh, it's her ring of Daniel. Someone long gone. Well, whatever or whoever it is, it still has magical properties. Give me that and let me see what I can do with it. If you want your son back, if you want your revenge, give it to me. This is me literally on the edge of my seat right now. 
<laughs> I really love this. Oh, and there it goes. It's spinning. What's wrong? It's not enough. Why isn't it opening a portal? The magic, it's not enough. We can't go anywhere. Then you failed. Maybe not. There's enough magic to touch the other side, just not to get us there. There might be enough to reach through and retrieve something. I can bring something back. That's what he's saying. An object that can help you. Perhaps I can open enough and reach through and grab it. It would have to be small. Something that you can take with your hand. Is there anything like that that can help you? Yes. Yes, I believe that. Right. If this is all leading up to her snatching the apple back, you need to direct you are me to the time right place now. where this object exists. <laughs> How? Think about it. Guide that. I love the mystery of his magic too. It's very like ethereal, you know. Mm-hmm. Some wild rules. If, yeah, it feels as dark as he is a little shattered. Mm-hmm. I it's just oh, it's broken. So, magic. I want I want a, a solo movie of just him, of doing this role. It's just <laughs> so good. Excellent. It appears to be working. Now, what is it we're after? An apple. Oh, oh damn it. Couldn't get more. Again, you see how they keep leading it too much? They're like giving us to like if that was the first appearance of the apple, we would have been like, oh shoot! But they've been just shoving apples down our throat the whole episode, so we're like, oh, I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> God, look at this too. This friggin' blue. Look at Hello, Regina. Come on, it's amazing. Her eye makeup is very dark. It's very uh, what is Black Swan? She's got the whole Follow like me. you know. It's very sharp. Mm-hmm. She looks like a hawk trainer. <laughs> Do you remember when I ran down your runaway horse? Oh, oh my gosh. That's awesome. I love it. Do you remember when I saved your life? Of course. It all looks the same. Do you remember Not when I quite. looked the same, even though you were a kid? This is new. <laughs> is that a grave? Daniel's grave. Now, if only you just looked at ran her. away? Uh-huh. I told you that to spare your feelings out of kindness. She didn't know. But he died because of you. Like, oh, my God. This is what... I... I, I she, didn't... She didn't She know. had no fucking clue. You're trying to kill this time. girl and ruin her entire life when she had no idea the repercussions of the thing that your mother did. Right. Where's Cora? Hold her accountable. Yeah. You have mommy issues. Go to therapy. Oh, this is a big reveal right here. I'm sorry. I'm that's sorry. Just, that's what would have happened. She would have been like, oh, But I'm nothing sorry. can change what happened. What you did. You promised to keep my secret. This is very you teenage of her. But you lied. I was very young and your mother. She ripped his heart out. Because of you. Because you couldn't listen to me. You took my father. Haven't we both suffered enough? No. Dang. What is that? It's just a morsel. 
Weird word for apple, but okay. Did you know that apples stand for health and wisdom? So why do I get the feeling that one might kill me? It won't kill you. No, what it will do is far worse. Your body will be your tomb, and you'll be in there with nothing but dreams formed of your own regrets. Probably You're going to force me to eat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of course not. It wouldn't work anyway. The choice is yours. It must be taken willingly. And why would I do that? Because if you refuse the apple, your prince, your charming, will be killed. No. She's all about leverage. As I said, the choice is yours. Which is great. Like, she, you know, she's very predictable. I take that apple and he lifts. Oh, boy, here we go. That's the deal you want to make? With all my heart. These people just blindly trusting these deals. Idiots, all I know, of them. Right? Then congratulations. Say it. You've won. All of the sound effects. There you go. Take a big drink. And there she falls. That shot right there. Beautiful. This is gorgeous. What have you done to her? What now, have you done? Did he feel that mm -hmm. because no! he loves her? Or did True he feel love. it because of something she did? True, True love. Ooh. That was freaking awesome. It fell in a portal in the grass and just popped up, and he was like, Points. Oh, shit! Yes, it is. My daughter, my grace. That was awesome. First things first, the deal's not done. That was sick. Not until I solve the next conundrum. How to get this savior to taste my forbidden fruit. Gross. An already half eaten apple. Kind of disgusting. Oh, it's very sweet, Todd. Yep. This is the help. Very sweet, Eat Todd. Eat my shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Red jacket. She looks like a proper Martha Stewart right now. I cannot imagine putting anything in my mouth that she thinks. Yes, you see. We need to talk. Yes, I imagine we do. I was just about to call. Oh, you. she looks great right now. Come right in. She does. 108. Do what you're so skilled at and make yourself at home. Let me use a hatch. You don't really have to cheese it, drink, but feel free to it. anyway if you want. <laughs> My problem with drinking games is I drink I when I'm not supposed to drink because I just want right. to. <laughs> Look, yeah. this isn't easy. I think that this, whatever is between us, needs to end. At last, something we can agree on. I want to make a deal with you about Henry. I'm not making any deals with you. I'm leaving town. What? This. What we're doing is a problem. Why? Why are they doing go. this like this was like an inappropriate relationship? I still need yeah. to see Henry. Like I get to visit like having an affair. and spend time. This is whatever. weird. And you get to see him. You're still in his life. Look. In... Any deal, both parties are a little unhappy. But let's be honest. Her eyes are so big and doughy right now. It's so I'm not in his life no longer Jennifer exists. Morrison. And there's it's no like she just got her hair like lightened or something. Like she looks like yeah. really good. 
You're right. Would you mind following me for a moment? Those pants. Oh, we didn't check to see the nope, gray and black pants. Oh, you know what? I did notice they were lighter, actually. Oh. But it was a nightmare. That's not fair. So it was a nightmare, so things change. It's not that weird. I don't An know. Apple turnover? Just figure it out as we go. It looks really good, though. Yeah, I would eat that. I'm starving. But he's my son. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, Emma. She, he is. Yeah, it's not a... Oh, Miss Swan. But she's going to stop fighting about it, I guess. I know, but that's point. really frustrating that she needed to fight that. Yeah. Like, uh, you don't have any... Maybe a little something for the Any leverage there. Thanks. If we're going to be in each other's lives, it's time we start being cordial. Girl, if there's any uh, time to believe Henry, this bitch is giving you apple shit. Famous turnovers. Can you... Come on. Old recipe. Also, coming right out of the oven and sealing it up in Tupperware. Sociopath energy right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's not going to be good. Thank you. I do hope you like apples. Like, she's gonna throw that shit in the garbage. This was a terrible plan. It was a terrible plan. Snow's here. I can smell it. No. Weird. No! <laughs> I'm a wolf. I can smell things. <laughs> oh man, the stable. It's, it's actually weird coming back here. Like, it yeah. doesn't feel a little creepy. Like this. She... You're gonna give me your dagger. I'm gonna stab her real quick just to see if she's alive. I know what. Are you gonna do the pen thing in the throat? Maybe she's just sleeping. She has no breath. You could have just put your hand there. That was some weird, weird PTSD war shit to be like, let me get this dagger and put it under her nose to see if she's breathing. Like, that's what? Why, Why didn't you just so put your hand there? Weirdly this is weird. Weirdly violent. Yeah, it's very strange. She's gone. She sacrificed herself for true love. She sacrificed herself for awesome. all of us. Megan Ori's hair, just luscious and delightful. It would appear sacrifice is overrated. <laughs> Speaking of... No! What have you done to her? What have you done? Hmm. I hope you bought travel insurance. Because no one's going anywhere. Oh, really? Great joke, Regina. Fucking lame Because I found a solution to my Emma Swan problem. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, An oh, old, oh, reliable <laughs> solution. God, he's great. Sleeping cards. Might I ask how you managed to obtain one here in Storybrooke? By sacrificing the last bit of magic I had left. So you made magic from magic. Well, I'm sure I don't have to remind you that uh, all magic comes with a price. Oh man, that shot! That was great. Well done. Because now the curse is going to be stronger than ever, and you will be right here where you belong. Don't you understand? I won. It's the best when villains don't get the satisfaction so of like, other people being like, no. Whatever reason you wanted the curse broken, too bad. Gold, like always playing the long game. He's waited 30 years. He's like, I don't care. 
Look, and she's like, she's trying to create this moment of reveling yeah. that he's not even, like, nobody's giving her. And she's like, you can't just declare yourself a winner. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, Emma, everything okay? You sounded strange over the walkie. Oh, um, I'm okay. Just, um. Oh my God. I don't remember this part. Is Henry gonna eat the turnover? Yesterday when I tried to take you away, you were right. I do remember this part. No, can't take you out of Storybrooke. Baby Henry, don't let me down. But I can't stay either. What? I have to go. Go? You mean leave Storybrooke? This was in the promo. I spoke to Regina and we made a deal. I'm still gonna be able to see you, just not every day. No! No, you can't trust her. I have to. It's my only choice. Also, on it's the what's topic best of for Emma you, Henry. In Every this time curse. I fight her, someone else gets hurt. The town is called Storybrooke. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no! You're just scared. This happens to all heroes. It's just the low moment before you fight back. Very meta. This isn't a story. This is reality. Things have to change. You can't skip school. You can't run away. And you can't believe in curses. I love that he was the right, he's the right one for doing all those things. You really don't believe? I... This is how it has to be right now. I made a deal. And I used my superpower. She's telling the truth. She's gonna take really good care of me. Yes! But she wants you dead. Come on, Henry. You're the only one that can stop her. Stop her from what? All she's ever done is fight for you. Mm-hmm. I just got out of hand. I'm sorry. Where did you get that? Regina gave it to me. Apple! So? You can't eat that, it's poison. What? Don't you see? The deal, it was all a trick to get you to eat that. To get rid of the savior. Henry, come on, why would she do that when I just told her I was gonna go? Again, street smart, but why the hell would you do that? You're a threat to the curse. Henry, you've gotta stop thinking like this. But it's the truth! And you leaving isn't gonna change Like, best case scenario, she's fit. No! Henry! What are you doing? <laughs> right. I'm sorry it had to come into this. You may not believe She's in brilliant. the curse. <gasps> no, no, or no, no. Me. Baby Henry, don't do it to me. But I believe in you. No! See? You wanna have some ice cream with that? And then we can go back to talking about... Henry? 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 I believe in you. End of episode. No. I didn't even know the episode was coming up to the end. No, I didn't. This was a five-star uh, episode. Bye. Yeah, signing off. All right. Uh, what did Chris say? See you in Star. See you in the Enchanted Forest. Peace out. <laughs> I, don't, I wanted a, I, I wanted a door closing sound, just like that was outstanding there's a lot to unpack there but first before we unpack it let's get into our mvp mvps uh most valuable player storybrook go first henry not because of that one last scene now wait a minute 
Maybe he deserves it. Just think about this. Henry has never given up on trying to break this curse. He has spent all this time. I would, yeah. It's Henry. I would be willing to say, I would be willing to say, even because of just that last yes. scene, that is the thing that needed to happen. He has to be. Yeah, you're right. Okay, he is 10 years old, and he just sacrificed himself. He didn't know if that was going to kill him. He didn't know if it was, you know what I mean? He didn't know what the yeah. hell that was going to do. He said, you don't, you may not believe in curses, but I believe in you and just chomped on a known poison thing. Right. I'm giving it to Henry. That's crazy. Ow, I just cut myself. Uh, all right. Henry gets the MVP for Storybrooke. Who gets the most valuable player in the Enchanted Forest? Do we give it to Charming? See, Who I would give did, Charming a... Well, uh, honorable mention. Honorable mention, and I would give it to Regina. Why? She moved the story along. I would give it to Snow. I would give it to Snow because Snow actually took the apple. She didn't have to. She could have okay. like figured out another that feels way a lot better. to get him. We're gonna out. give it to Snow. Thank you. That and she makes did me feel do better. this. And the reason why we wanted to give it to Charming was because he sacrificed himself for love, and then she actually did it. Yeah. So I would give it to Snow. And so then Snow, we are giving an outstanding performance to Charming. For that scene about love. So here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to have to give uh, an outstanding performance to Charming and to... Well, see, but that's a Charming thing. I want to give it to Guinea Good for both. Both. Storybrooke aggressive scene with Emma. Okay. Not too much. Not too little. And also the snow stuff leading up to an action sequence, leading up to an emotional sad thing, leading up to kill yourself for charming or like torture yourself or get Whatever. dead from the poison. Guinea crushed it multiple places throughout the whole thing. So I think she- Okay, Guinea good. Guinea good, outstanding performance. We got honorable mention from the charming moment. We got MVP for uh, snow and uh, Henry. Yep. Do we want to do an LVP? Oh shit. Jefferson. Oh. I want to give an outstanding performance to Sebastian Stan. Okay, so wait, hold on. What if we gave out an actor's choice? Isn't that what the outstanding performance is supposed to I be? I think it's supposed that to be the it's actor. different. In okay. my head. Okay. In my head. I I'm don't know you. if this makes sense. So an outstanding performance to me is the character doing something that makes us stand up and be like, we love that oh. so much. An actor's choice award in our little world over here is the actor that stood like guinea good fucking crushed it this entire time sebastian stan right. c killed it absolutely murdered the game hmm. those are my actor's choices and my outstanding performance goes to charming okay i'm down with that. and then my Let's other changed up a little bit. um performance award goes to mary margaret for, for how she stuck the, it to emma to emma I'm good with all of those things. Let's make it those. That's great. I love that. That's really nice. But we are doing a slash for Guinea Good and Sebastian Yes, Stan, yes, right? yes. Because holy hell. like No, yeah. They geez. both knocked it out of the park on this one. Is he in Adventures in Wonderland? I don't or know. Once Upon a Time I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Hmm. I don't think he is because I think he already had commitments. Oh, man. He's so good. I so hate good. the Winter Soldier character so much, and I love this guy. Because Winter Soldier just has to be like, this is a different kind of broken. Like, See, I haven't Winter seen Soldier any of that. Is like, Loki's the Winter only Marvel Soldier thing is, that I've ever been into. 
But your soldiers wartime messed up, right? So like wartime guys is just very st- they don't they, you can't give a lot because they have to be completely emotionless. But like Jefferson is not emotionless. He's a little bit strung out, which is even better. You what know? you would say too emotional. You know what I mean? Like yeah, on and, every but like emotion such that he has. a such a constrained contained emotion mm-hmm. which is nice winter soldiers not blank computers nothing which i don't like because he's such a breathy actor yeah that it doesn't give him a lot of opportunity to he's just playing a like a giant walking brick you know mm-hmm. just like a very stone anyway that's our mvps and we uh which is fantastic man this episode's good uh this is gonna be pretty easy uh we're gonna give the show a, or this episode a rating out of five in the first annual Mr. Gold's Gold Star in the field of excellence. Uh, how many golds, Mr. Gold's Gold Stars? Five get? stars, thank you. Obviously. Six and a half stars? Yeah. Eight stars. Honestly. In- Ten, 15 stars? Oh my god, the finale is coming. The finale is the next episode. Whee! The next one. This is the last one. of See, we're we going to finish a season. We love our milestones. We love to celebrate. And this is going to be the celebration of celebration. So here's the plan. The plan is, uh, the plan is to do bonus content. Uh, we are going to, in order to keep the flow of the podcast fluid, we're going to put the bonus content in our bonus content place which is on Patreon. Now we understand that, that means that the bonus content is behind a paywall and not everybody uh, has access to it. So we are going to dedicate a portion of the uh, season two, episode one show to things that we've been working on together as a team, not just the two of us, not just the Brookies. Everybody's been listening. Everybody's been contributing to the map project. Everybody's been contributing to, you know, all of our like voicemails and our little, you know, like, sending into the show things we're going to use chris's uh outro today like we're going to dedicate it you know to a little not the full bonus thing but um some of that to uh the first episode that is on the free podcast but uh we kind of wanted to have some content for the patreon and we figured as that is kind of what patreon is built for is for extra stuff that supplements your main show we're going to continue to keep this main show free forever Uh, and the bonus stuff to this we're going to do a whole episode on patreon dedicated to the timeline uh just the season one timeline so we can get some context together on everything that's been going on um and and how it all interacts with each other so the uncut season one wrap-up will be on patreon yeah yeah the the this what was it called what watch what happens live the like after what the after bachelor show or whatever after the final rose yeah that we're gonna that's the patreon stuff so and we're just gonna (laughs) keep putting out episodes i'm gonna call it after the final rose <laughs> After the final rose, I like it. Uh, so we hope that's okay with everyone. We we kind of we this was a hard decision to make because while we do want to make uh, as much content as we can and make it available to everybody, now that we have a Patreon to put all this stuff on, um, we didn't want to not uh, respect the patrons that are putting money into that, and so we wanted to just have something available for them. So I know we said we were going to not be apologetic, but this is me being apologetic <laughs> somehow <laughs> i'm not actually apologizing i'm just trying to explain that this is how we came to the decision because it's you know we m- tried to make it as cheap as possible too so that it would be at least affordable so that people you know 
if they want to only do a couple months and they can't afford some and they could you tell this gives us the heebies we love it yeah it's really uncomfortable we hate paywall stuff just but but like we work really hard we do a lot of work behind the scenes to prep for these you know Mackie does a lot of work no, he really puts a lot of work, a lot of work into this. Stop it. <laughs> he is awesome. I show the fuck up. <laughs> Stop it. That's not even true. That's not even true. Um, but yeah, that's our little uh, public service announcement. Anyway, we should watch. Oh, my God. The promo no, for this. I'm not ready. I'm not ready either. Okay, hold on. Let's get this ready. Uh, it's called. Oh, my God. You ready no, it's not. It's called. It's called, it's called Land a Land Without Magic. Without magic. All right, let's try this out. Here we go. It's going to take a second to load, but... Ooh. Oh, I cannot believe it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, It's not loud enough. I got to rewind. Here we go. All right, here we go. Evil Queen sent a bunch of fairy tale characters here. Let my wrath be unleashed. An incredible tale of secrets and sacrifice. Heartbreak and wonder. I will always find you. Now, an epic season finale. The final battle will begin. That will transform Storybrooke forever. Let's take back the kingdom. The ultimate battle of good. Break the curse. Versus. He dies. So do you. Evil. Let's get on with it. Oh, shoot. I love you, Henry. Magic is coming. Holy mackerel. You know what's fucked? They barely <sighs> showed us anything for the next episode. Yeah. It was almost entirely flashbacks until the last like three seconds. Yeah, there was a couple shots of just like Henry in the hospital, but a lot of it was all from the pilot and from the it was everything like we've seen, all the stuff we've already seen. And there's, but there was that one shot of Emma and Regina fighting and Henry flatlining and Henry flatlining. Oh, and then God. and charming, charming, dueling, having a sword fight with Rumpelstiltskin, with who didn't even have a weapon, who was just like dodging like he didn't care. <laughs> yo that's a lot of stuff all right that's gonna be lit woof a crazy season finale well i mean uh, there's so much to unpack even in the episode that we just watched like the fact that henry is so smart to understand that he has to up the ante to make it work, that the only, like, that he believes in it so much, he believes in, and that his last words were that he believes in you. He believes in Emma. That if she's going to be the savior, the only way to get her to be a savior, and this is the, the point where I, like, made a noise, was when she said, everything that Regina's done, she's only done for you. And Henry's internalizing all these things that Emma's saying, realizing that he is the one that has to do something extreme in order to kickstart the savior's role. I don't even like, does the curse break in this episode? I don't, I don't think even it know. does. I don't think it does because like the way it, it's, it feels like there's not enough time. Like they could get it up to the place where it was about to, and then just make that season two. <laughs> I don't, cause I don't remember. I literally don't remember. <laughs> oh man. 
It's just, it's a lot. And like supporting character wise, like, you know, like Red and the dwarfs and, you know, how charming is and charming still alive in the Enchanted. And that's, that's not even to mention the Enchanted Forest stuff. Because as we recall, this all has, in the Enchanted Forest side, this all has to lead up to them having Emma and the curse starting. Right? Yeah. Because the in the pilot, the first two episodes are the is the very end of the Enchanted Forest butting up against the beginning of Storybrooke, and then the flashbacks start. So yep. like, it's it's uh, you know the, the them like having the war t- war meeting, and then them coming up with the Enchanted Tree, and the, her having the baby and putting the baby in there, and the curse like rolls through the village. Like all that stuff is what we're like. If snow is going down or is this butting up to the beginning part where that it's just because she wasn't pregnant when she went in the tomb so i wonder so that's why we have to talk about the timeline because we have to figure out how much time is between when she went to sleep and when they had the baby which could have been a significant amount of time like a few months or something like not a few days where because she failed to kill snow Regina, I guess, no, what am I talking about? I guess we saw that in the flashbacks because what happened to Regina after she killed Snow, then she went to Maleficent. Because don't they get married after that? Yes. They're not married yet. It's like right. Yeah, so they. Yeah. After she he wakes her up, they get married and then Maleficent makes that offhand comment about their them being busy on their wedding night. Girls, weird. Ew. <laughs> and be like, it's their wedding night. I bet they're pretty happy right now. <laughs> uh and then she gets the curse from Maleficent and then goes through, through all that stuff. But but I but we haven't figured out the time how when the flashbacks happen, how much of a gap it is between when she wakes up and when she has Emma and the curse happens. So that's the part that we have to kind of figure out. Do it into Patreon to find out what we find out about the timeline. Because I haven't looked at it yet. And there is like a dedicated timeline document that like plots everything out. So we're going to review it out one by one. And that'll also make it easier because that's probably going to be really long because we're just going to talk about that. And then we don't have to do the whole format too. So right. that'll be an interesting conversation to to just dig into the uh, just the time element alone. That's what's so cool about the show. Just the time element alone is like a whole thing, you know, like it's crazy. Um, anyway, that is uh, that's our show. Hoorah. This was a show. Yeah, we didn't even. We didn't even two or two or two thirty five. <laughs> you didn't even like. Wow! What? How the hell did we have a three hour and change episode? It felt like forever. But I don't understand. Here we are. Like we said, if you want more content, we now have a dedicated place for more content. So this is as long as it was, and we'll just talk about as much as we can. But that was that was it. I mean, I think it's because the episode is just what it is. Like because we're leading up to the big one, I think we maybe we'll probably have more to talk about during the season finale, and we can stop a little bit more because it's going to be a lot more recapping and a lot more, you know, tying up loose ends and all that kind of good stuff. So we'll look forward to. It. I'm so excited about next week. Like this is really same. Yeah. And and also like I'm really proud of us for like making it and like that's a huge achievement to like make it to the end of the season like we we did this together this is quite the journey uh if you'd like to call into the show we talked about it at the beginning if you want to call or leave us a text message 207-536-8512 uh, the sbc pod at gmail.com the sbc pod on insta uh and 
you can DM either one of us on our personal accounts, which are attached to the Insta. You can also go to our link tree. You can see the link to our Discord. You can see a link to the Patreon. You can see, I, I'm going to try and remember to put that YouTube link of that linguist. And I'm just mentally reminding myself to do that um, in the show notes. Uh, we also have a bunch of random links in the show notes too, always, if you want to see that. Don't forget to go to the YouTube and search for Storybook Circus so you can see the pre-show for this show uh, if you want to kind of see us live in living color. Uh, and now we get to do the outro that we just made up. So everyone... I don't think we should both say it though. Hold on. Because I don't think we should both say it. I think you should say it and then I'll say the next thing. That way we don't have to. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay. So everyone, first of all, stay gold, stay rumple. Second of all, all magic comes with a price. And all shows come with a podcast. Now let's go to the Enchanted Forest. Beer, beer, beer. Bye, everybody. Bye.